0: So as we continue with the pregame show, game's going to start here in about seven minutes, but, you know, we got uh, other games going on in part of the broadcast. And the uh, to do that, we, you know, we got Shikalemi trying to bounce back. They're at one and four. They'll take on the Schmokin Indians. Lewisburg is hosting the four and one. Danville, Ironman, other games going on a part of our broadcast. But again, as we talked about last week, Teats got in the score on the scoring column again. That increased the lead to... 21-6, and then Hicks got in the scoring column, getting his third passing touchdown of the year. Mark Pastore's fifth passing touchdown, make it 28-6. That would be at the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove would put back-to-back scores in the second quarter and increase the lead to 41-6. And Seals Grove would just roll, as we talked about Bre- uh, Rice. Brett, uh, Rice got on the scoring column with his uh, 65-yard touchdown run and then finally finished up the night on a 54-14 win for the Seals Grove Seals to improve to 4-0-1 as we get ready for the opening kickoff here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. Take a look at some spotlight players for the... Mifflinburg Wildcats, we talked about their size. Chad, Martin was the starting quarterback before he got hurt, has not played in the last couple weeks, but what numbers they're missing from that quarterback. 61 for 101, 959 yards before he got hurt, had nine touchdowns and three picks. So they do go with Cole Reapson, 41 completions on 83 attempts, 617 yards, four touchdowns. Now he has eight interceptions, seven of them. For last oh, week against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. So a young kid trying to still get into the mix of things. You would expect improvement each week from the young kid. But, boy, they are missing that Chad Martin. And he's a good-sized kid.
1: Yeah, we, we saw him earlier. Um, I guess he's got the ha- high ankle sprain. And according to the coaches, uh, I talked to the, the Wagner guys earlier. And it's, it's possibly uh, next week for him.
0: So we'll see if that is the case. They would love to have him back because of the numbers he's put up. When you look at the Mifflinburg Wildcats, they started out the year with a 42-0 win over the Midwest Mustangs. They led 27-0 at halftime. And Martin, who we talked about, completed only eight passes on 15 attempts and two touchdowns. And they did rush 475 yards. Week two, they beat Central Columbia 35-28. Chad Martin 29 for 35, 406 yards and five touchdowns, and did throw one pick. The game actually was tied 14-14 at half. But the Mifflinburg Wildcats would win that one over the Blue Jays 35-28. Then they lost to Schmokin in week three in another shootout, 48-28. Mifflinburg total 25 first downs only rushed for 33 yards on 24 carries and something's already been mentioned they are going to try to run the ball if you look at it and try to run the ball 24 times they're going to attempt to but seals will be up to the task they got to expect they're going to chuck it
1: we'll get into this once it starts but they play what what in in the football vernacular is a 21 personnel that means two backs one tight end and then we said the tight end is more of a receiver um and that means defensively, they want to want you to try to hunker hunker down to that. But really, it's an open, wide open set, and they're throwing basically five receivers out every play.
0: Well, then in week four, they beat Central Mountain by ten. Mifflinburg trailed at halftime, twenty to thirteen, but scored twenty nine points in the second half. Cole Reepsom started for Chad Martin, who was hurt in the smoking game the week before. And Reepson end up 21 for 34, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Dressler on the night, eight catches for 94 yards. And Troop, seven catches for 120 yards in that week four win over Central Mountain. And then last week, Mifflinburg ran into Jersey Shore, lost big. 57-6, Jersey Shore shore scoring 21 first quarter points. And Mifflinburg didn't score until the fourth quarter. Reepsum ended up 15 for 39, 137 yards and seven interceptions for coach Jason Dressler in his 15th year with Mifflinburg, 65 wins, 91 losses. Coach Dressler has his finest season a year ago when his team went 9 and 3 and made the District 4 4A semifinals. But the Wildcats hit hard with graduation and one of the big deals was deal from last year, where he had a great game against the Seals Grove Seals, uh, when he was able to put up great numbers—twenty-three carries, one hundred ninety yards, and a touchdown—and I remember how impressed you were with the undersized kid deal last week I, or last year.
1: I, I think their whole football team a year ago, and, and again, I think. And I, I, think, you know, you go from one year to the next year, uh, but this is a whole different team. Both, both. The SEALs, as well as Mifflinburg. All right, we're going to take a break here, and then we'll
0: come back and get ready for the opening kickoff. The officials are out there, and we had a very abbreviated pregame because of some technical difficulties, but glad you're joining us. Let's take a break, come back. This is Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and the SBC
2: Sports Live YouTube channel. VW contracting in Winfield has been beautifying the Susquehanna Valley for years. You need a kitchen or a bathroom remodeled? Maybe you have some plumbing issues, electrical work, even siding and roofing. BW Contracting in Winfield is ready to help you with your home improvement. They always aim to please because word of mouth is powerful. BW Contracting is only happy when you're happy. That's BW Contracting in Winfield. Be sure to visit them on Facebook. Go, go, go to
3: and Grove.
4: Sealings Grove Ford at the Bridge in Sealings Grove. I'm in the quick lane right now with Logan Banner and Logan. We know the word here "quick" does mean
5: quick. Yes, yeah, Scott. Here at the Quick Lane at Sealings Grove Ford, we can either get you in today or even the next day. You're not going to be waiting two, three weeks to get that same day appointment. In one place, Sealings Grove Ford at the Bridge in Sealings Grove. It's the quick lane. Go, go, go to
3: Sealings
6: Grove
3: Ford. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service Hummel's Wharf, your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Apply.
7: Maybe you're recently retired or looking to make good money that fits your schedule. Consider being a driver for Weichel Bussing. Not only are you the first hello to start a child and parent's day, but you're the one making sure your community is safe and growing forward. Family-oriented and woman-owned, Weichel is hiring local school bus and charter service for Sealands Grove, Midwest, and Lewisburg school districts for regular routes, substitute bus run, and or field trips. Interested? Call PJ at Weichel Bussing, 570-374-5280, extension 1.
8: Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealance Grove. Your home for Sealance Grove Seals football. It's almost time for the kickoff of tonight's Seals game. Seals Grove Seals
9: Football on Eagle 107 is sponsored by Seals Grove Ford, Shemokin Dam Health Center, Coles Stony Hill Tree Farm, Sunbury Motor Company, Tri County Tag, Lackawanna College, Michael Bussing, Northumberland National Bank, Spigs Battery and Repair, Wise Markets, Jet Residential, Sunbury Motor Company, Regester Chevrolet, Dairy Queen, America's Hose Company, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Christine Horton and Melissa Linooski, Bone Agency Realtors, Buffalo Wild Wings, and BW Contracting.
8: Now, from the stadium,
0: here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Welcome back to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. As we're getting ready to get this one underway, Seals Grove will kick this one away. And if just new to our broadcast, it's exactly what Coach Briggs dialed up in the recipe for the success for Seals. Have your kicker, kick it in the end zone, make the team have to go from the 20 Get a defensive stop, get great field position, put points on the board. Let's see if this unfolds here as Young's got it teed up, and he kicks it away. It's going to be short and returnable. Taken from the 7 by Mifflinburg, trying to get to the edges. Griffin and he's going to take it to the 25-yard line. Excuse me, not Griffin. That's Grykowski. Yep. yep, he takes it to the 25. So good field position to start for the Mithenberg Wildcats.
1: And so we said earlier, I think he's the most athletic of the group uh, that are the receivers, running backs, and uh, he, he showed some goes there. They have the ball in the 25-yard line. It's shorter kick than normal.
0: Quarterback Cole Reapsum, and along in the backfield, you'll see Komet and Susan receivers. Dresser kick uh, out. Godotsky and Troop, as we mentioned. First down and 10. Susan in the backfield. Give it to him. Going left. He's not going to get there. They will try to run the ball, but that got blown up. Ethan Miller, along with the guys out on the right side, able to make the stop. to look like Teet's involved in the stop as well.
1: Pat, they, Mifflinburg didn't block a blue shirt. There were four of them unblocked into the backfield. That was an unbalanced set to a trip set uh, that Mifflinburg tried running to.
0: Seals Grove in there. Blue shirts, white pants, and white helmet. Mifflinburg Wildcats in all white. White pants, white shirt, and their white helmets. Lost in the play of a couple. It's going to be a second down and long for Mifflinburg. Reefson takes the staff, drops back, looking left. Got a man out there. It's going to be deflected yeah. and knocked away. Was intercepted.
1: it intercepted? And it was. Wyatt, Wyatt Teets Teeth. on the interception for the Seals. First play, great position for Teets. My God, that was perfect. And. He did that against a guy who's given up probably six or eight inches for in height. Rance. Terrific job. Yep,
0: exactly how you said, a ran step-for-step for, step for him and then went up and made the play at a moment. Didn't look like he was going to come down with it. He absolutely does. It gives Seals Grove great field position at midfield to start this possession. First down and 10 for the Seals. Mark Pastore in the shotgun formation, receivers to each side. They're going to shift out of it. Pastore under center, teats in the backfield in the I formation behind Miller. Miller gets the call. He's into the second level, still going to the right side, knocks off a defender at the 40 and drags guys down to the 35-yard line. 15-yard pickup
1: for Miller on the first carry. One thing to look at, Mifflinburg's playing a 3-4 with two high safeties. If they keep two high safeties, Seals Grove will run it every single play. They don't have enough people in the box, and that's exactly what happened.
0: First down and 10 here, four-pass story, looking over the defense under center. Bastian split to the left, give it to Teets, bounces to the outside, uses that quick move up the right sideline, shakes the defender at the 15, goal line. They're going to say he's Whoa. out at the one-yard line, inside the one-yard line for senior running back, Tucker Teets.
1: Explosive. Terrific blocking up front. He actually got off the edge, but that was a great job by the offensive line. Tremendous job by the offensive line these guys are getting better pat
0: tucker Teets comes in with 703 yards and 12 touchdowns possibly going to add one here pastor returns give it to teeth goal line touchdown and scrove seals that
1: was quick i would say there's probably three or four explosive plays in that drive alone the drive only what took what four plays
0: So you think we could pick out a play already for the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidate just on that opening possession?
1: That was a clinic.
0: (laughs) That was a clinic. Speaking of clinics, let's see the snap, the hold, the kick by Carter Young here after Teets' touchdown. The hold's good, the kick is up, gets plenty of distance and height, and it's good. What a clinic by the special teams of the Seals Grove Seals.
1: These are the type of games where we've talked about it since in two years right trust your fundamentals trust your techniques do your job don't worry about who you're playing and what they're doing And that's exactly what the seals did on that drive tremendous start to a great game
0: well we talked about the recipe was kicking it out of the end zone get it to 20 defensive stop get great field position but instead, it did not go in the end zone. Mifflinburg got it at the 25, but Seals Grove defense gets another interception on the season. Wyatt Teets and got the ball at midfield. And as you said, the clinic was on three-play drive, covering all 50 yards, took 35 seconds. Teets takes it in from one yard out. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary.
1: Credit goes to the offensive line, without question.
0: We Running backs the, yeah. did a
1: great job, but the offensive line... Just absolutely moved them seven yards each play.
0: And we highlighted that offensive line. They show up big already in this one. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing with 10-36 to go here in the opening quarter. Carter Young kicks this one. This one is going to make it into the end zone and go out of the end zone for a touchback, 13th touchback of the season for Carter Young again three play drive covering 50 yards took 35 seconds teats one yard touchdown run and all coming after the teats Wyatt teets got the interception for the seals grove seals again leading seven nothing with 10 36 to go here in the opening quarter
1: focus is the key right now every play stay focused
0: from the 20-yard line is Mifflinburg. Handoff goes to the deep man. Whoa! Fumble. Ethan Miller again comes through, and everybody in the stands jumped on that one. Whoa. The back of my throat hurt
10: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, and you said, I mean, you, the way he reads, you saw that as a sophomore, the way he reads things, and That's- he explodes. Ethan Miller, and he did on that one, loss of two, second down and 12 from Mifflinburg.
1: He's a natural linebacker, Pat.
0: A part of the rich history of linebackers, he owns Grove. Susan goes in motion. Reeveson drops back. Kick, quick throw this time. Out to Dressler, and he drops it. In and out of hand of Troy Dressler out there. It's going to set up a third down and 12. That's the other thing, Steve. When maybe you're undermanned some. If you don't run the ball and you throw it, it incomplete, The clock stops. Boy. You know, that, that's not a good recipe either from the uh, Mifflinburg
1: side. Quickly, what Mifflinburg's doing, I said 21 personnel. They're trying to keep that package on the field so that Seals Grove can't play a nickel, bring in somebody else. That's what I would do, and I think Ryan Kaiser is, is spot on with it. Play some more athletic guys because all they're going to do is throw it, but they've got to be able to block the pressure on the, the for the Seals' front.
0: Well, facing a third down and long is Miffleburg trailing 7-0, reaps and rolls to his left, the ball is deflected by Miller. Miller. Ethan Miller was described as playing like a monster last week and he's off to another monster start for the Sealings Grove defense making a big hit, now a deflection and it's a fourth down and 12 and Miffleburg going to have to punt it away. Seals Grove off to a start, exactly what you would ask for. Already put the ball in the end zone, leading 7-0, having great defense to stop here, and now looking to get great field position once again. Dropping back is Teets. He's standing just outside of his 40 with a line drive kick. Teets is going to look at it, take it off the turf. He's going to let it roll. Good decision there. You don't want to get cut off in there.
1: Yep, it, he was close. He was close to picking that up, <laughs> but that's dangerous. That's dangerous.
0: Get a chance to even give you the Seals Grove starting lineup on that last possession. Pastoria quarterback, senior Tucker Teets, lead and rusher, fullback Ethan Miller, and Bullington will do the fullback chores. Caleb Hicks, Ryan Gavison, and Gavin Baston receivers up front. Peters, Melhorn, Smith, Minier. T.J. Deal in the tight end is Andrew Sassaman as they jog back out on the field to get ready for the second possession for the Seals Grove Seals, leading 7-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
1: Miller's playing the fullback position, which I know Bowlington's done.
0: Bastion goes in motion here. Pastore drops back. and going to throw a little flare yes. out to Bastion. Makes the catch. Gets to the 25. Tips it out of bounds short of the 30. Look mark about the twenty eight yard line. Good throw and
1: catch. Good for throw pass Good throw and catch. And that's that's one of the things I've been looking for, just to, you know, just to focus on things that they can improve on. If they can improve on the passing game, oh boy.
0: They do there to set up a second down and four. 9.30 to go to the opening quarter. Give it to Teets. Teets at the 30. Bounces off a man, and there's going to be a flag. And then he's hit out of bounds as well. No flag there, though. But there is a flag thrown when Teets made the initial contact. Be curious to see what they're going to call on this one after that run by Tucker Teets.
1: Usually the point is a hold. Oh, I think he's, I think it's against a face mask against Mifflinburg.
0: So, Tucker Teats got hit. They call a face mask. Gonna walk this one off. It'll be enough for a first down for the Seals after that Tucker Teats run and the face mask penalty. Pastore gets the call from the sideline and makes his way out to the line of scrimmage on his first down and ten play from the Seals Grove 35-yard line. Wide receivers east side once again story turns, gives it to Teets, second level, 40, 45, 50, up the left sideline, he's at the 30, 25, 20, no flags, touchdown Tucker Teets.
1: It didn't even look like he hit the, the, the third gear on that one, he just completely from the get-go outran the entire Mifflinburg defense.
0: That touchdown comes with 9-14 to go in the opening quarter, and Seelands Grove off to the start that you would ask for. And they're getting the running game going, which they've relied on as the passing game continues to develop. As Sealensgrove Grove adds to their points here. Betel will do the snapping. Gavison the holding and Carter Young will look to be true on the extra point here. Perfect snap, holds good, kick is up, plenty of distance, and it's good. Make it two for two for Carter Young on extra point tries here as they increase the lead to 14 nothing over the Wildcats with 9.14 to go here in the opening quarter.
1: Executing perfectly. I think you and I both could have laid down and still wouldn't have touched the lineman. That's how big the offensive pole was off tackle. I don't know what happened to the backside linebacker who I don't think was blocked, but Tucker just ran by him. It, it, it's, it's explosive. It's neat to watch. These guys are getting better, guys. They're getting better play by play, and it's a tribute to them. Just stay focused. That's the key from here on out.
0: A 65-yard touchdown run by senior Tucker Teets, completing another three-play drive, covering 78 yards. This one took 22 seconds to put points on the board once again for the Seals. The extra point good. It's a 14-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary as Tucker Teets three carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He's now going under over 800 yards on the season. Has senior Tucker Teets return man at the 20, 25, still going, finally upended as he crosses the 30-yard line. Good field position for Mifflinburg as they'll start at their own 32-yard line, but they look at the clock and see themselves trailing 14 nothing here in the first quarter with 9:09 to go.
1: Is it too early to talk about the back?
0: Never breaker? too early, Coach or uh, Doctor dunigan appreciates any time you bring it up. <laughs> he wants to know what is a candidate for the smoking Dam Health Center well, back that's record one. play of the game that
1: run. That run could have just sent a lot of Mifflinburg fans home.
0: 65 yards to increase the lead to 14-0. Mifflinburg comes in at 3-2. Finger spread two to the left. Got a little jump in, no flag thrown there. Gets rid of it, looking for Dresser, making the catch. Hicks on the tackle, gets the help, and finally driven to the turf at the 42-yard line. It was Hicks in on the stop along with Bastion and also, Roy Sassaman on the stop. It's going to be a nine-yard pickup, second down and one for Mifflinburg at the Mifflinburg 42-yard line.
1: That's what we're going to see.
0: They're Actually, they're going to give him a first down. They're
1: giving a first down. That's what we're going to see. The corners for Seelands Grove were off a little bit. It's just throw and catch and throw it up to a big receiver, and that's just what they did. not a long pass, but it was a big play. It was a 10-yard game.
0: Shot it again for and He's going to give it to Delone back in the backfield. This time on the carry, number twenty-six. That's Susan. He goes off to the left. Nothing there. Maybe a loss of a yard. Let's see where they spot it. Yes, they will. Lost a yard at the forty-one yard line. They will try to run the ball. Haven't had a lot of success here in twenty twenty-three. I mentioned twenty-two. That's Commit. He had a couple carries in possession or two ago. But this time it was Susan. But it's a loss on the play. And puts it at the 41-yard line. So second down and long for the Wildcats. Twins to each side. Blitz coming. Here comes Dressler. He gets rid of it is Reebson, and he's not gonna make the catch and then he's finished off by hard hitting Gavison and Ethan Miller. Falls incomplete and this is gonna be a third down and a long 11. For the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
1: Well, I think every pass play but one, maybe the interception, was thrown to Dressler, so that's who they want to get the ball to, and I obviously the Seals know that. Um, and again, they're just—it's not a hurry-up offense. It's not a no-huddle. They're just—they just want to throw the football. Plain and simple.
0: Shot get again for Reepson. Dressler comes off the left. So does Mitchell. Reepson's going to roll to his left and they going to get rid of it and almost Inter- intercepted it was. was it by Ethan Miller intercepted it was Ethan Miller makes the interception what a first quarter for the Seals what a first quarter for Ethan Miller as he comes away with the interception
1: that was I, I would like to see that on the on the video because I think he hit he was hit receiver was hit the ball popped out actually towards the sideline and Ethan Miller grabbed it before he went out of bounds, and it, it was a great play. Tremendous play.
0: So, again, gives Seals great field position, as they're going to have it at the Mifflinburg 49-yard line, already leading 14 to nothing, looking to add to it here. 7.42 to go in the opening quarter. Quick throw this time. Almost a one-handed catch by Bastion from Pastore, but it falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and
1: 10. Mark kind of dropped his elbow on that through kind of sidearm. Again, just stay with techniques, guys, and just execute like you know how. Everything was there. It was a good, good play call. would have gone for big yards. It was just just a pretty poor pass, unfortunately. Mark will get back, though.
0: Second down and 10. story turns, give it to Teets. Off the right side. He's at second level. He's got seven maybe nine before he's knocked out of bounds about the 41 yard line so to be a third and very short for the seals to keep this drive alive
1: i i think that's Bullington. it is Bullington just absolutely leveled the defensive end on that play
0: so they're going to send two wide receivers split to the left this time third down play here wonder if it's four down territory wonder if you could go deep to hicks Nope, they're going to give it to Bullington. First down and more. Running over defenders to the 29-yard line goes Jarrett Bullington with a head of steam to pick up an easy first down for the Seals.
1: This is a reality statement. I don't want to sound confident, cocky, or anything, but they will not punt tonight, okay? They're not going to punt. They're just getting play after play after play. Up
0: to the line of scrimmage. Pastore drops back slant in and out of hicks's hands that time a little high but hicks and i know the kid well he's going to say i should have had that and if he does he's might have walked he might be walking across the goal line
1: yeah
0: but it falls incomplete second down and ten and you've said it we got to work on this passing mm-hmm. game there's no lying about that That's a reality check but i like what i've saw there it was dropped back got the ball there right where it should have been just didn't get the connection that they catch from caleb hicks so it's a second down and ten i formation behind pastori turn give it to Teets. Teets second level again gets hit that time on the stop was true for yep. mifflinburg but it's a six yard pickup it'll be a third down and four for the seals
1: troop seems to do a bunch for them i'm 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 more impressed with this guy than i was on film he's a big lanky but he's athletic and that was as you said he made a nice play just wrapping in to tackle Tucker Teets,
0: which isn't an easy task. To tackle Teets, little alliteration for all you out there. <laughs> Pass story under center. Turn. Give it to Teets again. Second level again. He's going to have a first down as he's close to the 16-yard line. Looks like they'll mark him about the 17-yard line. Clock running after they set the chains, and Seals drove in business deep into Mifflinburg territory.
1: Again, it was almost carbon copy play and true. Troop made the tackle once again, and I think the coaches upstairs are looking at it and saying, maybe we got to go away from this kid.
0: He's made some plays. Been yes, he did. A bright spot for this Mifflinburg defense, but it's been a tough go here in the first quarter. Seals go leading 14-0, looking to add to it here. Pastore drops back, looking, going to roll to his left trying to direct traffic takes off looking for a block from teats and teats hammers a guy out of bounds and pastore is the beneficiary to that block taking it to the nine yard line it'll be short of a first down second and two like the
1: play like the decision
0: do you like gamers do you like guys that just go and love playing this game of football teats I think if you took football away from him, he would be one sad dude.
1: I understand he's a pretty good baseball player, though. And a wrestler. And a wrestler.
0: Well, Right now, he's enjoying playing football for the Seals here tonight. He has a touchdown. And he's looking to see the Seals score another one here. This goes to Bullington. He pulls his way into the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals, Grove Seals.
1: Well, this is going quicker than I thought. Um, I mentioned it earlier about... Uh, what happens when you score a bunch I think what's you know when you throw the bu- football as much as Mifflinburg does the clock doesn't run okay and and the clock stops with incomplete passes or in a case that Seelings Grove has it's kind of playing into the Seals favor here
0: as and, the extra point for young again is up and good So the Seals Grove, with the interception by Ethan Miller, get great field position, and just like clockwork, work the ball down the field, and it looks to be easy right now for the Seals Grove offense and defense against the Smithenburg Wildcat team.
1: Again, what can hurt them? The complacency, and I say this, and I say this, and every coach does it. Stay focused. That's the key, and they have. They are. Um, it's not sloppy play; it's great play. They're doing it with a whole bunch of players. This is good. This is this is this is better than good. There's a lot of things underlined here that can look at uh, with a good football team, and they're doing it.
0: And this one took forever, Steve. It took a minute and 59 seconds to finally get the ball into the end zone for the third touchdown of the night—a nine-yard touchdown run by Garrett Bullington with 5:43 to go. Eight plays, 49 yards, took a minute and 59 seconds. Touchdown, extra point good, 21-0. That's the seal and scroll forward. Drive summary. So Carter Young has it teed up again. Gets this one away, end over end. It's going to be returnable at the 7 Going to be hit as he gets to the 24-yard line. Ethan Miller on a special team stop. Also getting off the bottom of the pile there is somebody you know well, Logan Logan. Dressler. He's He's from a strange neighborhood. You say strange? What do you call it? I
1: think it's it's a special Special, place. Special place.
0: (laughs) Very special place. (laughs) He he was special on that coverage there. That
1: was good. It was him and Miller.
0: And on the stop, first down and 10 for Mifflinburg at their own 24-yard line. 5.36 to go in the opening quarter. Reeveson's going to fake it. Now he's looking to take off. Nope, he gets it out there for Troop. Makes the catch. Tackled immediately that time. As
1: that was bad.
0: Meneer and Bastion on the stop there for the Seals. As you said, Bastion coming up from his safety position to make the stop.
1: That was a really nice play by... By Bastion. He came came off the hash, and you could see it from up here. He had 10, 12-yard head start. Nice play.
0: Seals Grove Football on the SBC Sports Live is sponsored in part by Sunbury Motor Company, Northumberland Bank, WL Supero, Lackawanna College, and Seals Grove Ford. Second down and six for Mifflinburg. After the catch by Troop. Quick throw this time by Reeves and throws it out there. Oh. Almost tiptoe interception by Sassamon, but it falls incomplete, and it's going to force a third down and six with 4.50 to go. Mitchell coming out of the game here, Look at holding his arm tight to his ribs here on the near side. Look at the personnel out yep. here. One, two, there. All right, here comes Candom Smith up front. Meneer for the... Seals Grove Seals along with Aiden Lewis up front for the Seals. You like that depth. You're getting guys in. They're fresh. Getting opportunity up front for the Seals. Third down and six. Blitz coming by Smith. Screen. Oh, they're going to throw a screen over the middle. It's going to be hit and stopped immediately.
1: That was a no game. And, again, I talked briefly about it before, but Mifflinburg's not helping themselves because they're That literally was maybe a minute, four plays, three plays, the fourth being the punt, but uh, they're not taking any time off the clock, and consequently the Seals are just making them pay for it, because they'll have the ball once again in a a matter of a minute after scoring 21 points. There's still four and a half minutes to go in in the quarter.
0: Forcing the punt it away, gets it away, low line drive kick, hits at the 40, taken off the turf by Teets, up the right sideline, he's, he's in Middleburg territory, one block needed, he's gone, no flags, no flag. Tucker Teets, punt return as he matches his one from last week against Chickalemi, takes it into the end zone, touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals.
1: That's a mark of Seals Grove High School football, they've always done through the years, I'm talking 30 some years I've been in town. That's when you know the Seals, are, it's a punt return for a touchdown. That was a clinic play. That was blocked very well. As you said, looking for flags. It's the only thing that can stop them. They're staying focused. They're doing it exactly. Looking to go up 28-0 here.
0: Following that 68-yard punt return by Tucker Teets. Extra point up. Perfect. Again, the snap, the hole is good. And, boy, we're talking all year long. We call it the... Through the upright segment where we talk about the rich history of the kicking team and we talk about that it doesn't happen unless it's a good snap, which it was, and it continues to be good hold and good kick. And speaking of that, we have Cross Cantz coming up at halftime. Cross Cantz played back in 2014, 15, 16, and he was the snapper for the record-setting 46-yard field goal for Dawson Klinger. The holder was Ryan Booker. I talked to all three of them this week (laughs) and got an idea of what it's like to jog out thinking. And you know what? Dawson was the one that brought up to me and said, I think it was 0-0 at that time. And Coach was just looking for something to get on the board. It was against Berwick. And it was. It was a 0-0 game. He kicks a 46-yard field goal. Ends up being the difference in the game. Seals won that one 17-14.
1: That's great operation. That's what this, the the play right before. It's a good, solid, kicking operation from the snap to the hold to the kicker
0: and everyone we've talked about in that, it's about trusting the snapper trusting your holder and the kicker is not going to be what he's going to be without those two things happening so looking forward to talking to cross cans i asked him what his is go-to restaurant fast food restaurant <laughs> and during high school he had a good laugh and told me so stick around and we'll, we'll hear his story about where they went when they wanted something to eat during high school This kick is away. It's going away from the return man, and it's going to go out of the end zone for the 14th touchback of the year by Carter Young, senior kicker for the Seals.
1: He's getting practice. He's getting some practice. 28-0 following the 68-yard
0: punt return by Tucker Teets. That is his fourth score here in the first quarter. It comes with 3:58 to go here in the first quarter. Extra point good. That's the Seals' grow forward. Drive summary.
1: Seeing some new numbers out there. I see Luke Smiths in at a linebacker position, uh, on the on the defensive front. It looks like T.J. deal is over is in there on the defense. Well,
0: they're going to step up on this play. You talked about that. You'll start to see some new numbers coming in already. Seals Grove. We talked about they had the benefit of playing a lot of guys a week ago, and you know I brought it up about the guys that were in on the 56 yard touchdown run by brett rice and i told you just i know you would love that when i was able to acknowledge you know you had freshman quarterback amato dressler was in there studer Wyatt Teets, betel newcomer olivary carpenter Voss, and crossing on that 56 yard touchdown run by brett rice a week ago
1: boy ethan miller just blew up two offensive linemen from the opposite side and made the play front side for a no-gain. Ethan Miller is playing outstanding football.
0: Well, if we ever do another segment about the rich history of the linebacker position, we call it Linebacker Grove. He has already cemented his name to be involved in that when it comes to what he does. He's got an interception to his credit. He's got one of the biggest hits you'll see all year. <laughs> He's all over the place, and you just described it. blew up two tap blocks. And made the tackle. Clock running 2:35 to go. Opening quarter. Seals Grove leading 28-0. Reebson drops back. Heavy pressure. Throws the screen. Intercepted, Intercepted.
1: by Camden Smith, the lineman. He's taking it the other way. Five goal line touchdown. Seals Grove seals. Look at this. Look look at the, look at enthusiasm on this football team. He's getting mobbed. <laughs> John Trago would be so proud.
0: John Trago had an interception in the state Zip. semifinal game against Archbishop Wood. Yep. He put that ball under his his arm like a sub and took it in for a score. Camden Smith did it here.
1: That was deja vu, huh?
0: All was, over again. That was
1: tremendous.
0: Well, and you described it perfectly. The excitement on the near side. I mean, some of them almost met him down at the goal line. They were so excited for him. The extra point is up, and it's good. Oh, my goodness, Camden Smith took the ball. They tried to throw a middle screen, went off his shoulder of the receiver, landed in Camden Smith. He turned into a running back, turned it into a touchdown for a defensive touchdown for the Seals.
1: 2.25 left in the first quarter, and the Seals Grove Seals are up 35 to nothing. It's already mercy rule. Won't happen until the second half. I know the rules. <laughs> but you're going to see a lot of new numbers come in Uh, you can see the coaches right now talking to the some of the younger guys i don't know if they'll let them play maybe out the the first half but this is a tremendous team effort right now
0: and it comes 225 to go here in the first quarter as you mentioned the extra point good after the camden smith nine yard interception return to increase the third lead to 35 nothing that's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary and another candidate for the Smokin' Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Get a quick, some, after this kickoff, get a rundown of some other scores going on around the high school venue. would remind you that Seals Grow Ford on Eagle 107 is sponsored in part by Smokin' Health Center. Tri-County Tag, Weichel Bussing. As Carter Young has it teed up once again. Line drive going to the left of a return man and he's gonna let it roll into the end zone. So anyway you can get that ball in the end zone. Touchback once again, and I think he's up to 16 on the season on touchbacks by senior kicker Cardi Young. Looking at some updated scores here. Shikalimi and Shemokin. 7-6 lead for Shemokin in the first quarter. Danville leading Lewisburg in the first quarter, 7-0. Milton leading Hughesville, 21-0. Mount Carmel up on Midwest, 6-0. And Jersey Shore up on Executive Education Academy, 12-0. Some updated scores for you from other games going on around here in the Valley. Graveson drops back, going to throw a quick out this time, almost intercepted by Sassaman. Miltenburg just having a heck of a time trying to deal with the Seals Grove defense. All those updated scores are brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toya as they bring you our out of town scoreboard. Our Blaze Alexander Ford built for a tough game of the week is Central Mountain two and three taking on the one and four Williamsport Millionaires. Central Mountain is the next opponent. For this Seals Grove Seals, de- the Seals Grove Seals team.
1: We're, we're traveling north next week Man coverage are coming after him.
0: and drops back gets rid of it's got a man who tries to extend and make the catch Not going to be able to Krakowski tried to make the catch incomplete third down and ten for the Wildcats Come up when you get a chance when will give you the Seals athletic rundown Murphy O'Brien running down all the scores and other events as part of the Seals Grove Area School District as the fall has gotten in
1: via Penn State University. (laughs) We are.
0: Penn State's rolling as well. Big win for them a week ago. The whiteout over Iowa. Uh, Penalty. Got a penalty there. And we're not out of the first quarter. Just join us, reset things here just a bit. Two seventeen to go in the opening quarter. Thirty-five nothing lead for the SEALs. They have a pump return touchdown. They have an interception return for a touchdown. And they also have two rushing touchdowns. For the Seals to push their lead out to 35 nothing here in the first quarter. Penalty against Mifflinburg. Reepsen drops back under heavy pressure. Oh, as Logie got held there, no call. Reepson's just going to run out of bounds. As Joe Claibon does not call flag on that one. Looked like a more of a courtesy no call there for and, the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
1: And you know what? What happened was what's the best thing that could have happened with Seelands Grove. If they called a penalty, would have given them a... Now, obviously, could have uh, declined the penalty, but 2:10. It's the, the drive started at 2:25. Wow. So, literally, 15 seconds went off the clock in four plays.
0: Punning again, Mifflinburg gets it away, and it's going to sail out of bounds and away from Tucker Teets. The best play of the night for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. 35-0 lead for the steals and again we talked Tucker Teets got on the board one yard touchdown run with 10:36 to go here in the first quarter that was his 13th rushing touchdown of the year Then he got his 14th on a 65 yard touchdown run and Bullington a nine yard touchdown run made a 21 nothing that was 543 to go in the quarter and then Teets got a 68 yard touchdown Punt return for a touchdown before Camden Smith with the interception return for a touchdown to push the lead to 35-0. Seals have the ball, great field position at the Mifflinburg 35-yard line, 205 to go here. Quick throw this time, in and out of the intended receiver's hands. That time for Teets, balls incomplete. Gonna bring a second down and ten.
1: I do like they're attempting to use the pass game. It's gonna look not necessarily gonna look the right way to the Mifflinburg fans but this is stu- these are the things that this football team has to really work on and and get to the level of everything else and I'm talking about the pass game.
0: Well that one falls incomplete so you're going to give it to Ethan Miller in the backfield trying to drag defenders and finally is going to be slammed to the turf at the 32 yard line so a couple yards on the run that time by your junior fullback Clock winding 1.45 to go over here in the opening quarter. Seals Grove will have a third down, calling it about seven at the mythburg 33-yard line. Pastore sends two to the left, two to the right. Teets is in the slot on the left. His defender is 12 yards off of him. Teets drops back. Pastore is looking to the right. Got a man down the middle who's grabbed. And no flag thrown. Looked like Gavison was grabbed from behind. He, he got off his stride. And he looked like he was grabbed, but they do not call it. It'll be fourth down and four down territory for the Seals' offense.
1: It, it sure is. And in that oh, was no,
0: they're going to they're sending uh, special they, teams out of here. Are they going to?
1: They're going to. Well, some
0: confusion here. They're going to punt it. I don't know where Carter Young is yet. I'm looking for him.
1: There he comes running out. Okay. It, well, prove me wrong.
0: They're going to try I a field goal here. Punt. They're going to try a field goal from 50 yards. This would be a Seals Grove. Uh, they had to record. call timeout. So they're taking a timeout here, which is probably not a bad. Oh, no, that's okay. Let them take a deep breath here before he trying w- to, to kick this one. Cause
1: he wasn't ready. He was back here uh, basically talking to a coach, and he was the last one to run out on that. I thought they were punting.
0: Well, we have a chance. Let's check in with Murphy in the SEALS Athletic Rundown.
11: Record is currently seven. This week, the field hockey team fell on a tough battle to Lake Lehman. Their record is currently 7-4. and four. The boys soccer team had a 2-0 win over Susquehannock and a 3-1 win over Shikolemi. Their record is 8-4. and four. The tennis team had a tough loss to Central Mountain and a loss to Williamsport. Their record is 3-12. and The girls' soccer team had an impressive 13-1 win over Jersey Shore and a 5-2 win over Danville. Their record currently sits at 8-2-1. and
0: We'll stop there for a second as Carter Young's going to attempt a 50-yard field goal, which would be a record. The kick is up. And it's gonna come
1: up short for Carter Young. I would say about two yards short, but that was right down the middle. That was a nice high kick. That's neat to try that. That's
0: Well and the thing is you get that element of having to you know, you gotta kick it more of a line drive, but he definitely got it up high enough, and then now you can make some adjustments to that and how you can do it. But it gives you an idea of what you can do should ever it come to be. But let's check in the rest.
11: And this week, the cross-country team both beat Midwest and Bloomsburg. This is Murphy O'Brien. Join me each week for the Seals Athletic Rundown on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. We send it back to the booth with my dad and Steve Briggs.
1: They're not setting the ball in the right spot. It should be back where the line of scrimmage is.
0: We'll get that rundown once again for Murphy. Just a couple technical difficulties once again as the ball's thrown up. Incomplete by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. But again, we'll get that Seals athletic run down. Too important not to be heard. So we'll get a, we'll correct some things from our side and then get an opportunity to run that down. But incomplete, it'll be a second down and 10 for the Wildcats.
1: A missed field goal and they get the ball on the 20 yard line.
0: Is it considered a punt going out of the end zone and put it at the 20 yard line? Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm confused with a college rule. I admit it. I admit when I'm wrong. (laughs) Hear that, Pat?
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Reeveson looking to the left. Throws it out. The receiver makes an adjustment. Throws down the defender. There is a flag as Gavison's going to get to the receiver and take him down. Now is there another flag down here? So we got two flags on this play here. We'll have to see if the first one is offensive pass interference and if the second one is a face mask. So these guys are going to talk it out. So,
1: Which will offset it. Should offset it.
0: So the officials are going to have to chit chat about this one. I'll let you know that Seals Grow Football on SBC Sports Live is sponsored in part by. Blazed Alexander, Ford, Wise Markets, Zimmerman, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Truck.
1: Well, the Mifflinburg team all went back. So they must be hearing what the officials are saying. Offensive, yep. Offsetting penalties.
0: So the what uh, appeared to be the biggest play of the night for the no, Mifflinburg Wildcats...
1: I Take it back. I'm sorry. They've marched it off. Just the offensive pass interference. They didn't call the second flag Did they wave off the second flag
0: Didn't get a description there unfortunately We can't hear what the officials are telling us but the bottom line It's a huge penalty against the Mifflinburg Wildcats, but it's a play that if he did not create the penalty he's not making that catch So it all comes back put the ball back at the Mithraburg ten-yard line for this first or the second down and 20 play as
1: a penalty
0: got some jumping up there looks like it's that Miller jumping nope false start That's gonna go against Mithraburg. So Walk that one off as well from bad to worse Here with one minute to go in the opening quarter and Seals Grove leading 35 to nothing over the Mithlenburg
12: Wildcats.
1: Seals are doing something they haven't done all year. Man under two deep. We used to call it 21 coverage, where everybody underneath plays man across the board, and two safeties play over the top. Sometimes it's called a bracket coverage, but here's what they're doing. it's uh, Everything's man, and the safety comes off the hash.
0: Adjustment by Dresser on that one to make the catch. He was defended close, but had to make an adjustment, made the catch, and gets Mifflenberg at much-needed first down. down. And moves the ball all the way out to the 31-yard line for the Wildcats.
1: Good athletes that are big and and can make the play. That's their
0: offense. And all comes with 50 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Play clock is at 15. Reeveson stays in the shotgun with two wide receivers split to the left. Lone back in the backfield position behind them. Reepson dropped back to pass. Gets rid of it. It's got a man out there. That's Komet making the catch. Tackled immediately. Teets coming up, making the stop, along with Ethan Miller. Pickup of five. It'll be a second down and five. And maybe the final play of this disastrous first quarter for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. It is. And it certainly will be. So let's take a break. What a first quarter, record-setting, possibly first quarter for the Seals in the way they scored to take the lead, 35-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. High school football
9: season is here. Cheer for the Seals with us at the Seals Grove Dairy Queen. There's no better place to celebrate. We have your favorite eats and treats from burgers to blizzards. And don't forget our ice cream cakes. Seagulls Grove DQ Grill and Chill. For
13: the win, go Seals. I'm a busy mom with three kids. That means football practice, play dates, and even more football practice. I don't always have time to search for the best deals, but with Wise Market's low, low price program on over 10,000 products, I know I don't have to wait for the next big sale to stock up. Wise is my game-winning pass to get dinner on the table fast. Touchdown! I mean, dinner's ready, kids. Now that's saving time and money. That's Wise.
8: Eagle 107 is W-E-G-H, Northumberland, Sealance Grove. Your home for Sealance Grove Seals football.
0: Reaves over the middle. Got a man. Makes the catch. Griffin making the catch into Seals Grove territory down to the 33-yard line for the Mifflinburg Wildcats to start the second quarter. They got a little juice
1: going here offensively, the Mifflinburg Wildcats do, and it's again, they're just dropping back and throwing to the athletes. Big, tall athletes.
0: Reeveson gets the call from the sideline, makes his way to the huddle. Start the second quarter, trailing thirty-five nothing to the Sealings Grove Seals. Commit Delone back in the backfield. Got some movement here, jumping on the left side, the receiver that time. It's by for- the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Going to walk that one off that
1: was Jackson Griffiths again he did it on the other side in the first quarter same exact situation
0: looks like they have Susan lined up in the backfield this time 26 not 22 so he'll be in the backfield this time for the Mifflinburg Wildcats it's either him or commit and this time it is Susan shotgun formation same setup here two wide receivers to the right troop and Dressler to the right Griffin to the left and rolling to the right. Look and get rid of it. Got to throw up and it's going to be intercepted. That's Caleb, Caleb Hicks, Hicks making the interception for the Sealers Grove Seals to add another turnover by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Credit Caleb Hicks with the interception.
1: Great spot. Great technique. Just went up and got it. Not a great throw. It was under underthrown to the outside, but super job. But they're getting a little bit of offense going just by what they like to do Problem is they're not using much of the clock doing it and Seals will have the ball back again
0: First down and ten they'll have it at their own 24-yard line following the interception by Caleb Hicks Far to the right is Sassaman in the slot on the right is Bastian Pastore fumbled the ball jumps on top of it, and it's going to be a big loss back to the 19-yard line for the Seals Grove Seals Coming into tonight bastion with an interception Hicks with just one so add another one for Hicks guy Pell has an interception Studer with one for five on the season coming into tonight Ethan Miller has an interception And Caleb Hicks got that one for the Seals. This goes to Ethan Miller. He's at the second level. Still going deep into the secondary. Makes a man miss at the 45 and into Mifflinburg territory at the 47-yard line.
1: Flag down behind the play. Holding. Seals Grove. A so
0: holding call, this one's gonna bring that run by Ethan Miller all the way back after the holding call. The flag sits at the 34 yard line. That's kind of where Miller started, looked like he was gonna get where he got into the open. So benefited from a holding call, so bring this one back for the Seals. And we continue to look for candidates for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game and a candidate there. Call back on a holding call. It's the Dam Hill Center backbreaker play of the game. Bastion split to the right. Pastore gives it to Teets. Second level. Runs away from a defender. Still going to 40. Into Mifflinburg territory at the 30. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. Seals grow Seals. That might be why.
1: The Is there seals, another flag. Uh, another flag. Oh, my goodness. Stork.
0: A flag this one sitting at the 42 yard
1: line. You can't the ball's past you. The ball's past you. You don't have to do anything but be a cheerleader.
0: Oh, so two goodness. big running plays by the SEALs are brought back on holding calls. This one Here's was a, on a touchdown run, apparent touchdown run by Tucker Teets, but bring it all the way back. Spot foul, so. It's going to be short of a first down as they'll mark market at 32 but it will make it a very manageable play here for the seals to try to pick up a first down
1: there's a lesson learned right there ball's gone he's going to score don't touch the offender the, the offensive defensive player you don't have to
0: well they do That's there to bring it all the way back so very poor decision right there this is a second down and two for the Seals, splitting Hicks to the left, Bashin to the right. Pastore's going to give it to Miller. Miller's through a big hole. First down and more at midfield. Makes a man miss at the 48 in Mithlenburg territory. Tries to run over a defender, not able to, but takes it down to the 29-yard line in Mithlenburg territory.
1: Just weapon after weapon after weapon.
0: So... A first down after all that two penalties brought back two big running plays for The Seals Grove Seals one of them was a touchdown run by Teets give it back to the fullback Miller He's comes to the sideline. your Bullington checks into the game and Seals Grove has it in Mifflinburg territory at the 29 yard line Leading 35 0 under 10 to go here in the first half Bastion in motion from left to right Pastore is going to look to Bastion making the catch Try to make a man miss at the 29, not able to, as Grudanski makes the stop.
1: I don't think there was a gain there. I think it
0: was less play for no gain. No gain. So you're right, it'll be a second down and 10 for the Seals after the throw, a catch by the Seals. Bastion will be on the slot to the left. I-formation behind Pastore. Gets the snap, gives it to Teets. Teets big hole once again. Makes a miss, miss at the 22. He's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. <laughs> offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Getting credit here tonight. As we talked about him coming into tonight, they make it so Teets doesn't even get touched. He takes it in the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals.
1: They can do that all night. No question about it.
0: Again, the connection here between snapper holder and kicker Carter Young looking to add to the lead. Kick is up. A line drive this time, but it got but through for Carter Young. That counts the same. <laughs>
1: counts the same, Pat. Nice job.
0: And it counts with 9.08 to go here in the first half as Seals Grove pushes their lead to 42-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats following that touchdown run by Tucker Teets. Tucker Teets gets his third rushing touchdown of the night, his 15th of the season. He also has a punt return for a touchdown for the seals Grove Seals special teams.
1: You know, the offensive line is doing a tremendous job. We know that. We've talked about it. Tucker Teets, we've talked about his second and third gear that he has this year, but that was outstanding vision. He, he read the block perfectly bounced out bounced in bounced back out that's great vision all with a forward lean he gets he runs behind his pads this is a good football player guys and folks that are fans get out and see him play there's still more games that the seals will have home but he's a special football player and um
0: yeah, he completed that six-play drive, covering 76 yards. Took two minutes and four seconds. Teeth's 29-yard touchdown run on the 19th. Eight carries, 172 yards, and three touchdowns. We are in the first half. That's the Seals for Ford drive summary. Return man at the six. Crosses the 15 between the hash. Makes Guy Pell miss at the 15, at the 25, and falls down at the 29-yard line. And that's where Mifflinburg will take over first down and 10 as we have our T guy running out, picking up the (laughs) T, and he's going to slowly make his way back to the sidelines. Well done. That might be uh, Seth Hicks' son. I'm not sure, but, man, he's got this. He's going to work out, too. Yes, he is. But he does a nice job. Perfectly run down that 40, (laughs) picks it up, and makes his way back to the sidelines. And then there's a place where that's got to go so the kicker can find it. Well done by the T guy for the Seals Grove Seals. Reefson in the shotgun formation. Sends a man in motion. Gives a handoff to him. Shakes a defender. Gradotsky's able to take it to the 35-yard line after running away from a couple would-be tacklers. And he's going to pick up five yards, second and five for Mifflinburg.
1: Trying to get some names. There there are some younger guys in there. You Looks see your like boy
0: Dressler in there. You got Dresser's Stuter.
1: in there. TJ Deal's in there.
0: Mitchell has checked Mitchell's in, back. Start, but he's pretty yep. much a starter. Bulletin yeah. playing that nose tackle position, and, well, you like that, your fullback and a nose tackle. He's got that quickness that you like from that nose tackle position. Shotgun formation for Reebson. Blitz coming off the edge, looking by Sassaman. He comes. Reebson's going to get rid of it. Throws it over the middle, and it is caught that time by Griffin. Balls on the turf. Pick up it's by Bastion. It is a it's fumble. fumble. Bashett reverses his field at the 35-30. Still going to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Gavin Bastion in the Seals Grove Seals. One thing you've taught me, Steve, watch for that beanbag. And as once soon as that beanbag comes out, it's down, it it's is a fumble. It is a return for a touchdown.
1: And that was a fumble. He tried and caught the football, tried to get a couple steps down, and I think it was ripped out. I don't know who it was that ripped the ball out, but. And we're, being told,
0: we're fortunate we don't have a review because he might have been down on that hit there, but In high school, we don't review it. So bottom line. It is a return fumble a scoop six for Gavin Bastian from the Seals Grove Seals And CJ Curry giving him a congratulations here on the near side Carter young kick is up It it is good
1: 49 to nothing with eight minutes to go in the second quarter
0: and Bastion's able to scoop that one up, go 47 yards for the fumble return. 7.58 to go, still here in the first half. The extra point, good by Carter Young. And that's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary as Seals Grove's increase their lead to 49-0. So the tea guy who I'm gonna say is Seth's six son, we should find out we should ask the uh Hicks here, mom and dad up here, if that's who it is, cause he's getting his work out here tonight. <laughs> he's gonna have to run out and pick up that tea again for the Seals Grove Seals. Hey Hickses, Hicks, is that Seth's son running out and picking up the tea? Yes. What's his Connor? Connor. Connor? Connor. Connor. Alright. Just got confirmation from Derek and Seth's mom and dad. It's Connor Hicks who runs out and picks up the tee. you got to give him credit. I mean, he's making the most of it. The tee was easy to find. He's standing right at the 40-yard line. He's ready. He knows he can't go on the field. Coached well by his dad. His dad's right to the right of him, telling him when to go, and then watch him explode after the play comes to an end. Seals Grove increased their lead to 49-0 with still 7.58 to go. Here in the first half Carter Young kicks his way It's a line drive kick taken by the up man It's a 25 Got some roof oh. Fumbles the ball It's on the turf Scramble Blue shirts might be on top of it And there's a flag on the play Oh and I give <laughs> I give Connor all the credit And then Carter Young's gonna come and get the take. I don't oh.
1: If but it's it a flag here It's a fumble It's gotta be a hold Or block in the back By the offense The, the kick return team Unless it's a a face mask or something.
0: Well, they're going to talk that out and remind you that Seals Grove Seals Football and SBC Sports Live is sponsored in part by Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck. Also by Register Chevrolet and Dairy Queen. Appreciate the sponsorship.
1: That's exactly what it was. It was a hold on the return team. Seals have the football on the 39-yard line.
0: Seals back on offense again, already leading 49-0. As Pastore will come out behind center, eye formation behind him. That's Ethan Miller and Tucker Teets. Wide receivers each side. Tight ends on the right side this time. Give it to Teets. No, fake it to Teets. Got a wide open Sassaman. Making a catch at the 35-30. It's going to drag a defender inside the 20. Down close to the 18-yard line for Sassaman. Throw from Pastore. <laughs> Seals get the first down. This possession set up by another turnover. The sixth turnover of the night by the Mifflinburg Wildcats had seven interceptions a week ago against Georgie Shore. And tonight not much better. Six turnovers. Seals grow to try to take advantage of it again to put the ball in the end zone here in the first half. Quick throw this time. Well overthrown. Looking for Bastion to the left. Goes over his head, falls incomplete. And it's going to be a second down and 10 for the Seals.
1: I don't want I'm not going to be critical. But it's technique, throwing the football. When your elbow drops, the ball's going to sail. And that's what he's been doing here. He needs to get some confidence.
0: Unable to make that connection there. It's going to set up a second down and 10. Pastore drops back, looking, gets rid of it, looking deep into the left corner got a man out there intended receivers at bastion yes it was the intended receiver he's knocked off his feet ball falls incomplete so it's gonna be a third down and ten for the seals tucker tis just another incredible night here for the seals tucker tis five game stretch to start the season 703 yards Only matched by somebody by the name of Javon Batts. In 2015, in a five-game stretch, he had 722 yards for the Seals. This is going to go to Teach. Runs away from a tackle. Right on cue. Tackled inside of the 10-yard line. Close to a first-down pickup. But just to finish that thought, Bats single season record-breaking year Bats had two amazing five-game stretches. He started the season with 875 yards in five games and then finished the season with a five-game stretch of 722 yards for the rushing record holder Javon Bats But Tucker Teets is putting his name in the records for sure that's another impressive night in the rushing department as Curry Young will attempt the extra p- or attempt a field. a field goal here from 30 yards. Kick is up, sails off to the left, but it is no good.
1: And I think this is good. Going for that, you might say, okay, they're up 49 nothing. It's not even a football game anymore, but they've got, the Seals have to practice these situations under game situations. And and we talked about this in the um, in the unfortunate game with Jersey Shore, and we were talking about Jersey Shore where we said, "Boy, you know they blowing everybody out. They're not in tough games. Seals right in that mold again. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. so practice those situations. That's very important.
0: No good by Carter Young. There did sail off to the left. So turn the ball over on downs. Back to Mifflinburg. Seals Grove leading forty-two. 42- Forty nine, nothing excuse me as the handoff goes off to the right loss on the play. This is Seal's Grove Football presented by Sealins Grove Ford on the SBC Sports Live and on Eagle 107 WEGH Northumberland Sealins Grove. Stick around at halftime as we're going to talk to Cross Kant. He was a snapper on the record setting field goal by Dawson Klinger back in 2016. Chit chat with him about his experience as a SEAL. And also, what he's up to after his days of playing football for the Seals Grove Seals. Reepson waiting for the snap here, gets it, dropping back under heavy pressure, could be hit, taken down. Is that?
1: Uh, I don't get a number. A that 12. is
0: Luke, Luke Smith, Smith making his way in there, no doubt. Are there under a full moon here at Seals Grove as Luke Smith gets in there and takes Reepsen down. Just too quick, too too fast coming off that edge. Nobody there to block that.
1: Exactly. That was an unblocked open field tackle.
0: Make sure you check out our Facebook page, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. All Seals all the time. As we drop thoughts and pictures and get you prepared for the week coming up, that's on uh, Facebook, Seals Grove Seals on Eagle 107. Man goes in motion from right to left. Reedson gives it to the lone back in the backfield. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Oh, the ball's bustle. on the turf. Scramble for it. Nope. They're going to say he was down that time. I didn't see a beanbag, Steve. So I knew it wasn't a fumble. Nope. Mifflinburg will be deep in their own territory. Trailing 49 nothing with 5.15 to go here in the first half.
1: Fourth and 25. That's... They don't have the the marker down. There we go. Now he's doing it There he's right. got
0: it. Tucker's teeth standing at the Mifflinburg 45-yard line. Gavison up ahead of him at about the 30-yard
1: yeah, I, line. I, I, I think Mifflinburg had 10 people. They did. They had to call a timeout. Took
0: a timeout there by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Again, stick around at halftime. Give you a scoring recap. Also, scores of other games going on around the valley. we also... Check in with Cross Cans. give you stats from the first half. Again, those scores from around the valley brought to you by Aubrey Alexander-Toyota, bringing you the town scoreboard. We'll give you our candidates at this point for the Smokingham Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Oh, coming up at halftime. Seals Grove Football, going Eagle 107, and sponsored in part by Aubrey Alexander-Toyota, America's Hose Company, and Spigs battery and repair Seals are looking to stay undefeated on the season. They're well on their way again leading 49 nothing still five minutes to go here in the first half Again Tucker Teats following that timeout by Mifflinburg will be standing just outside of the Mifflinburg 45-yard line Waiting for this punt and watch if This gets blocked Nope, they're gonna set up a return. That's a good from punter. And he's gonna go off to the left. Sealsgrove's gonna get great field position once again as the referee will walk up the right sideline until he's told to stop. And he stops right at the 36-yard line. Sealsgrove will take over first down at 10 from the 36.
1: Well, it looks like some new numbers certainly coming out now. I see seven rice in the backfield, so it might be call it a night for Tucker Teets. I don't know. Yep, he's sending sending his play wristband in offensively 75 55 let's get some some more uh,
0: yep keeping all the starters in there just bring in like you said bringing in uh brett rice who ran for 157 yards a week ago he'll be lined up behind bullington behind that starting offense Still line. the
1: same guys yep 59 still in
0: pastore is going to give it to rice lot of room big hole gets a block from gavin bastion he's at the 20 Inside the 20, down to the 18-yard line goes Brett Rice. Leading rusher a week ago. He gets a call there and runs through a hole built for a Mack truck to run I mean,
1: Brett's a sophomore, correct? Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Brett's sophomore, 5'8", yep. 150
0: pounds. And he's got that quickness. He's he got does. that lean. Make his brother proud. Nick Rice. I-formation as Brett will stay in the... Deep man in the eye. story under center. Going to give it to the fullback this time. That's Bullington. Lots of room at the
1: five. It's going to be a flag as he crosses the goal line. Usually that's a hold. That's the umpire right in the middle. Hold.
0: So that's going to Seems be the downside of this first half is the penalties that have taken away. Big runs. Two touchdown runs. If this goes against the Seals, and it looks like it will. So that's the thing that coach kicks not gonna be pleased with not being sharp when it comes to these big run plays being brought back
1: and as you as you just mentioned that's that's the starting offensive line so that's unacceptable keep your hands in guys I don't think they need to even come close to doing that
0: talk about Bullington being in there he did get his second rushing touchdown of the season that would have been his third Pastore is gonna give it to rice off the right side away from the defender Tries to spin away at the 12, but it's going to be hit, taken down there. But a good run off the right side by sophomore Brett Rice.
1: He's explosive. He's explosive. Runs like his brother, though. I can tell the. He does. I mean, very similar. Yeah, very similar running Just style. The
0: way he carries himself and walks around. That's a good thing because that is. Like with the
1: playing up at like coming.
0: Seals coming out, tight end on the right-hand side. Wide receivers each side. Pastore takes the step. Give it to Brett Rice again. Big hole, second level, goal line. Touchdown. touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. No flags. Yeah, you do start getting to the point where you're like, wait, wait, touchdown. Let's wait to see, and it is. It's the third rushing touchdown of the season for Brett Rice, his first of the night. And it comes still with 334 to go here in the opening half. They call it the broadcaster jinx to say that Carter Young has not missed all night on his extra point tries. Gavison looking for the snap, gets it, good hold, kick is up, and the kick is good. So Seals Grove increasing their lead here with the Brett Rice touchdown run, filling in for Tucker Teets to make it 56 to nothing over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. That was a four-play drive covering 36 yards, took one minute and 19 seconds because of costly penalties, but Sealsgrove not deterred as Brett Rice takes it from 12 yards out to get his third rushing touchdown of the season.
1: My guess is that we're going to see a lot of new numbers out from here on out. I don't think uh, Coach Hicks is in the business to embarrass anybody, and uh, you know, they, unfortunately, this Mifflinburg team is young and uh, quite a ways away from where they were a year ago. But um, you know, not an excuse. The, the young guys for Sealens Grove practice hard, and they need—they deserve to play, and and that's the nature of the beast. But we're at that stage now, where fifty-six and nothing with three and a half minutes to go in the second quarter um, it's to that point.
0: A four-play drive covering 36 yards Rice 12-yard touchdown run that's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary Young's kick is away return man at the 7. 15-20 off to the right it'll be taken down as he crosses the 20-yard line for the Mifflinburg Wildcats is Connor is going to make his way, pick up the tee, being chased from behind by a red shirt. A little playing going on out there. As Connor is going to make his way back to the sidelines. Maybe a little too loose on this, uh, you know, it's still a football game here. But he's going to finally make his way back, does a little dance as he gets to the sidelines. And, again, responsibility is walk it over, put it right on the bag so that Carter Young knows where to find that tee, which he's used an awful lot here tonight.
1: Okay, let's see. who Up front. I see. Well, still Yeah, it's still going still it's, a lot of the young guy uh guys that have been playing. Man free.
0: Caleb Guy Pell on the rush there that time. Pass gets away. Making the catch. That time for the Mifflinburg Wildcats was Susan, and he's gonna pick up about seven yards on that to set up a second down and three. One of the guys we see that's checked into the game, that's Andrew Martinez, a junior, 5'7", 141 pounds. Steve, whenever I make sure that I'm announcing everybody's in the game and call the game like 0-0 zero, zero, because there's people listening who want to hear their kids' names, it's an honor of my dad. My dad told me don't ever call the game any differently no matter what the circumstance because kids work hard and they want to hear their names with the same enthusiasm as a 0-0 zero, zero in the game.
1: And they deserve to be in there as well
0: is going to go in motion from right to left, and we're going to have a timeout taken here by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. We're sitting at 56-0 lead for the Sealings Grove Seals with 240 to go here in the first half. A first half dominated by the Sealings Grove Seals in every aspect.
1: Well, it looks like safeties are, are Andrew Martinez... And Brett Rice, I saw that. Linebackers are Logan, Dressler, and...
0: You got Guy Pell. Oh, Luke
1: Smith. Guy Pell's in on the right.
0: Yep, Luke Smith, the starter, still in there. Like you said, Brett Rice in there. Martinez is mentioned.
1: Tegan Minier Minier is still in there.
0: So following the timeout, Coach Dressler giving his instruction to... His offense makes his way back to the sidelines. I want to thank you, Coach Stressor, sending me information. Always makes it better for the broadcast. Good guy. And, yep, and the AD as well, his wife. So thank you to mm-hmm. both of them for providing information for the broadcast. Reeveson drops back, throws it out there. Almost intercepted. There oh. will be a flag on the play as Yateet's on the coverage. And there was a collision right at midfield. looked like it was... Maybe just got tangled up, but they're going to throw a flag here, and it's going to go against the Seals Grove defensive
4: back.
1: That's exactly what it was. Uh, a lot of times that isn't called when they when they kind of trip out legs and uh, on a play. But
0: Don't they refer that to inadvertent? It, just say, hey, I really didn't mean it. But. It's a penalty nonetheless, so it'll spot the ball at the 45-yard line in Mifflinburg territory for the Wildcats following the penalty 2.36 to go here in the first half. Seelensgrove in command with the lead. 56-nothing over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Officials continue to chit chat and hold things up here for another second. Talking over what they need to have happen before this play goes here. Two wide receivers to the right for Reebson, Seals Grove showing blitz. Coming. That's Guy Pell off the right side. Getting some pressure. That's going to be Mitchell. Oh. Intercepted by Luke Smith. He's at the 30, 20, 15,
1: 10, 5. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. It's to that point, Pat. I don't want to sound a downer on a big play. That was a great play he threw it to him. Like
0: and Guy Pell and Mitchell were on the pressure, forcing Reapson to roll to his right, and just made a mistake there to get rid of it. It's intercepted by Luke Smith, second pick six of the night for the Seals as Carter Young was make his way out to kick the extra point. And we get a whistle here before we get this one going. Seals got one a week ago, 54-14 to over the Schickalemi Braves, and right now they're looking to push this lead to 63-0. The Seals asking for personnel. Well, maybe they will all well, go here.
1: Mifflinburg had 12 people on the field. That's, that's what the stop was. They didn't flag them, or they did, and they moved it up half distance.
0: Our young approaches it. Plenty of distance, up and good. Luke Smith adds his name into the scoring column on his first pick six of his career as he's able to take it. 43 yards for the interception return. The extra point good, all coming with 225 to go here in the first half. Increases the lead to 63-0 for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, Luke Smith on the 7th turnover of the night by the Seals Grove Seals. increase the lead to 63-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. (laughs) Mithenburg came in 3-2. They still have a lot to play for within the 3A districts as they're right in the mix of things. But... Boy, these last two weeks they had to play Jersey Shore, and we know about Jersey Shore, and then having to go on the road after that to take on this high-powered running game of the Seals Grove Seals and defense, and it's been all Seals in here in the first half. Again, leading 63-0 with 2.25 to go in the half. Cardi Young has it teed up, gets it away, another swift kick. Be taken by the deep man at the 10. Makes a man miss at the 25, gets out to the 30-yard line. Return man that time for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. That's Donlin as junior, gives Mifflinburg good field position at their own 30-yard line. Now we've got two kids wrestling out for the tee now. It's become a clown show. After I just give all the credit to my boy, Connor, who would do an outstanding job, now it's just become whoever wants to run out there and grab a tee. How many games do you talk about the tee guys in the middle of the first half? Not often. <laughs> all right, as you've told the players, stay focused.
1: Stay focused. No matter what the situation is. Stay focused, is. Pat.
0: All right. Thank you, Coach. Beat <laughs> man gets the call. Nothing there. Slam to the turf. Boy, this is going to be a lot of scoring recap here. In that first half. Seals Grove leading 63-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. been betting shootouts here this season. They've scored 43, they've scored 33, 38, all kinds of numbers, relying on that pass game. But it's Chad Martin who was leading the way. Reebson thrown in there, just a sophomore trying to make his way through. But struggling in the past two weeks for the Smithlinburg offense. He'll stay in there in a the shotgun formation.
1: Landon Malone just came in for the Seals. A defensive line.
0: On the defensive side for the Seals. reapsing gets rid of it. It's got a man out there making a catch at the 30. Makes a man miss at the 32. Falls forward to the 33 yards line. After making a catch, looks like Jake Bettle in there as well. The mm-hmm. linebacker position checking in for the Seals defense. Brett Rice stays in at the safety, along with Martinez. So, three-yard pickup, third down and seven. Coming up on a minute to go here in the first half. Sealsgrove leading, 63 to nothing over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Sealsgrove trying to avenge a 19-0 loss to Mifflinburg a year ago, and boy, they've done all that here in the first half.
1: May have done it in the first two minutes of the game.
0: Focus Finally. was there by the Seals, almost intercepted by Wyatt Teets. And coincidentally enough, the last two times Seals Grove lost to Mifflinburg, they lost 19-0. They lost 19-0 right. back I in 2011 and 19-0 last year. So not happening here tonight. The Seals Grove in a shutout at this point as Tucker Teets is going to go back and expect the punt by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Tucker Teets will stand at his own 30-yard line waiting for the punt here by the Mifflinburg Wildcats On this fourth down and seven the punt is away goes away from Tucker Teets It'll bounce Tucker Teets have a chance to pick it up at the 25 to the 30 trying to get to the wall It does 40 up the sideline makes a man miss at midfield still going and he's gonna go down
1: oh that's that's a classy move right there down at
0: the 35 yard line he was gonna walk into the end zone you see the character shown by Tucker Teets and the Seals Grove team as he slides to the turf after breaking free to give Seals Grove the position at the 35 yard line in Mifflinburg territory and now we got Jack Carpenter in Rocco Amato Jake Vettel Brett Rice will stay in also look like Looks Griffin false like will come in and play the center position. Lots of guys checking in here for the Seals Grove offense.
1: And this is what we're going to see the second half. No question about it.
0: Y.T. is going to line up to the left. But they're just going to take no, this is, this here is a knee here to wind out the last 28 seconds of this one. Motto will take the snap, take a knee. And they're going to let the That'll clock run. It. They don't have to run another play. So that's the end of the first half as the Seals Grove Seals explode in the first quarter, continued in the second, and take the lead into halftime, leading 63-0 over the Mithlenburg Wildcats. Take a break, come back, get ready for halftime. Got a lot going on here at half. Don't go anywhere. The Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Forward. On Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel.
14: The Northumberland National Bank is celebrating 120 years as Central Pennsylvania's community bank. We're honored to call the Susquehanna Valley home. Nori Bank proudly invests in a variety of organizations, contributes to local nonprofits, sponsors local events, and helps the community as a whole to thrive. To learn more, visit us online at noribank.com or call us at 888-877-6623. Trusted since 1903, the Northumberland National Bank. The right people, the right
15: solution 11 at 15, Hummel's Wharf. Why is
16: Bowen Agency Realtors at the top of their game? We have an in-house training coordinator, broker support, and fully staffed offices where our award-winning team gets the best training and access to education that provides the highest level of service. Christine Horton and Heidi Dunigan bring their all-hustle, no-hassle service to the Susquehanna Valley along with the rest of the Bowen team. Huddle up with them and get ready to score your next real estate victory. Bowen Agency Realtors in Lewisburg, Sunbury, and Sealands Grove. Coming or going? Trust
17: the talent at Bowen. It's game time, and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings and Sea Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food.
0: Back to Eagle 107, Eagle 107.com, Pat O'Brien, Steve Briggs, Zach Showers. As the Seals right at halftime, leading 63-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Score recap looks like this. Tucker Cheats got on the board for the first two scores. The first one from one yard out. The second one from 65 yards out. And Sealsgrove led 14-0. Bullets in the fullback had a nine-yard touchdown run. His second of the season. Eight-play drive covering 49 yards and it was 21-0 at that point. And then Teets, a 68-yard punt return with 3.58 to go in the first quarter. And Seals drove in command leading 28-0, a candidate for a Smokingham Hill Center backbreaker play of the game. And then Cam Smith, the defensive lineman, got in the mix. He got his first interception, and he returned it for a touchdown with 2.25 to go in the opening quarter. 35-0 lead at the end of the first quarter. And Teets got in the scoring column again on a 29-yard touchdown run. The extra point by Carter Young, good, 42-0. Bastion was able to scoop up a fumble, a scoop six for Gavin Bastion. 49-0 lead for the Seals. And then Brett Rice took it from 12 yards out, filling in for Teets. That was with 334 to go in the first half, 56-0. And then Luke Smith got an interception return, the second interception return for a touchdown by the defense here tonight as he was able to take it in. Carter Young puts it through the uprights, and it's a 63-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Steve, we got a lot of backbreaker play of the game candidates, but, boy, go back to something that we talked about and we spotlighted, and that's that offensive line. It's when you get Brett Rice doing it and Tucker T's doing it, that they're, offensive they're line. They're
1: controlling everything. Uh, and, I, again, I don't want to talk about the bad things, the only thing that's missing with the Seals right now, and I think it's a needed, they got to get this offensive uh, passing game going. And, and certainly they're not going to do it from here on out. Uh, the, I think uh, Pastore is probably done. The St- uh, Starters are probably out. I don't think they're going to be throwing the football the second half, but this is something that we've got to really stay focused on as we move forward here it's going to be uh it's going to be something that's very very it's a, it's a big necessity as we go into well you
0: and i talked season. earlier today the holidays game yep and then you go to the if it goes that far to georgia Shore, even montoursville playing better at doing his thing so every you got to be yep. able to throw the ball to be able to balance this out and right now they haven't had to use it right. because of tucker teeson at offensive line but it's going to become a huge factor it's, as the game moves it's on it's here back. Let's take a break, come back. When we do, we're going to check in with Cross Kanz as a part of our Through the Upright segment. Cross Kanz was the snapper on the record-setting 46-yard field goal by Dawson Klinger. Ryan Booker was on the hold, but it didn't start until the snap was perfect. And that's Cross Kanz doing his work. He's with us here in the booth. Take a break, come back. We'll check in with the former Seals Grove football player, Cross Cans. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com 7.com on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel.
10: This is Dr. Dunnigan from Shemokin Dam Health Center. If you suffer from muscle strain, chronic pain, or any other type of injury, we can help. We provide rehabilitation, interventional pain management, massage therapy, and chiropractic in our opioid-free, multi-specialty center. We welcome new patients as we are dedicated to helping you become free of the limitations of pain, restoring pain-free function to your life. Call for your appointment, 570-743-4333. That's 570-743-4333.
6: Aubrey Alexander Toyota, home of the lowest price guaranteed or we'll pay you $1,000. We have over 150 new Toyotas on the lot or in the pipeline with rates as low as 3.99%. When you buy any new Toyota from us, you get free lifetime state inspection. We offer free pickup and delivery up to 60 miles with every service appointment. And we'll even wash your vehicle for free. We also offer free shuttle service and same-day appointments for service customers. Save time and save money at Aubrey Alexander Toyota in Sealands Grove. The next time you're looking for a great place for a great meal with family and friends, stop
9: in the place with roots that go back over 100 years, the America's Hose Company in Sunbury. Their social club, serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you'll be supporting this volunteer fire department who's always on call no matter what the emergency may be. They also provide ambulance service, too. Before you go, check their Facebook page for daily and weekly specials. The America's Hose Company, 100 Linden Street in Sunbury. Visit them for food and fun so they can be there for you in times of need.
18: Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union and enjoy annual percentage rates as low as 4.99%. And ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit service1.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Rates and terms subject to change without notice. Valid through September thirtieth, twenty 2023. Federally insured by NCOA. Equal housing lender.
8: Eagle 107, your home for the Penn State Nittany Lions.
0: Welcome back to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Seals Grove leading here at halftime, 63-0 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. We introduce Cross Kent, Seals Grove football player from 2014-2016. Played on the offensive line and defensive line. I don't think you ever
4: had a pick six like we've seen here tonight from Camden Smith. No, I never had a pick six. But oh, How nice would that have been? Uh, it would have been awesome, but it's kind of hard playing Plano's guard.
1: But that's the dream, right? It that's is the dream,
4: though. John Trago had one in the state championship semifinals
0: and Camden Smith here tonight. But uh, his first start came against Southern Columbia. What a way to start your career. It didn't come out on the winning end of that, but the team did rush for 141 yards on 30 carries. And almost five yards a carry against a good Southern Columbia team, you got to be proud of your first start ever.
4: Yeah, yeah. That whole season I was working up and getting into the rotation, and by that game I was finally ready to start. And ever since then it was just been nice rolling. And, yeah. You said you started at guard, got moved to center, and I when I talked to you earlier t- uh, yesterday,
0: you said center was your position you fell in love with.
4: Yeah, I love center. I felt like I was the QB of the O-line. We're out there i'm pointing out the calls who we got the block and it was just basic x and o football and i, I loved every second of it talking to cross cans here at halftime
0: seals Grove leading 63 nothing has said cross cans was the snapper on a 46 yard field goal by dawson Klinger. yep and ryan booker was on the hold do you remember anything about jogging out? Because Dawson brought it to my attention. It was 0-0 against Burwick, and Hicks just wanted to try to put some points on the board. Do you remember anything about jogging out and getting ready to, pr- to provide that?
4: Yeah, definitely. Well, since I was playing center, I never had to actually leave. So it was nice and easy for me to take off my gloves, get set, and get ready, and then it's just a matter of just the flick of the wrist right into Booker's hand, and that was it. Now, after you do that, do you remember
0: it sailing through the uprights, or were you laying down on the turf? Do you remember? Definitely laying down on the turf. It's, <laughs> it's a dog pile after that snap goes. <laughs> and do you know it when you snap it? Do like it, you get to a point where it's so ripped that you know when it's a, it feels good and it was a good snap?
4: Yeah, about like 99% of the time, once it's out of my hands, I know if it's going to be a good one or not. And it's ty- typically always a good one. <laughs> there you go. Love the confidence that way. Talking across cans. We are going to take another break. The
0: Nifflberg marching band entertaining the crowd and it's the seals Grove football team entertaining the home standing seals fans but let's take a break come back we'll continue talking to cross cans as a part of our through the upright segment we'll be back right after this
19: If you're not using the Giant app, then you're grocery shopping in the past and missing out on all of Giant's awesome exclusive offers, tubular digital coupons and righteous rewards. And the best part, it's all right on your phone, but not the kind with an antenna that you keep in a neon green fanny pack. So get with the times,
13: get the Giant app and get saving. It's pretty, well, rad, giant for today's table. Save big on snow crab clusters, 6.99 per pound with digital coupon. Marco. Rye? Okay, I'll play along. Polo. Marco. Polo. Rye. Where are you? Behind the third row of corn to the left. Your left or my left? Mom. It's my
20: left. There's so much fun in the corn maze at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Some folks don't want to be found. Come join the fun. They have huge outdoor games for the whole family and pumpkin oh, chunkin'. Bombs away! Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road in Milton, and at colestonyhill.com. Hey, Mom. I found Kevin. If you're looking to change it up in the workplace, join our team of rock stars at Grandview Nursing and Rehabilitation, the leading skilled nursing facility serving the Danville region for close to four decades. We take pride in delivering a comprehensive continuum of care with warmth and compassion. Grandview is looking to hire in all departments, nurses, CNAs, as well as dietary and housekeeping. We offer a generous benefits package, flexible schedules and competitive rates with shift differentials and weekend warrior program. Grandview Nursing and Rehabilitation, a place you want to be. Call 570-275-5240 or visit grandviewnr.com.
19: W&L Subaru has over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from, all with recently re- Reduce pricing. Plus, for a limited time, take $1,000 off your best certified pre-owned deal.
7: Experience the W L difference off Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLsubaru.com.
19: Cannot be redeemed for cash value. $1,000 off certified pre-owned. Example 2023 Subaru Ascent VIN P3434403. List price $48,783. $1,000 is $47,763. Off rents $10,223. See WNL Subaru for complete details.
20: There's nothing so frustrating as when you're all set to go out and then this happens. Not to worry. Big Battery and Repair on the 522 Sealands Grove has you covered. Stig's Battery and Repair, formerly Willard's Battery Outlet, will test your current battery to make sure it's running at peak performance before that happens. And they'll be happy to install your new battery, too. So don't get stuck with this. See Spigs Battery and repair on the 522 Sealand's Grove. They're family-owned and can't wait to meet you. Call 570-743-5383, email them at spigsbattery at gmail.com, and like them on Facebook.
10: The best bands.
8: Flatter Skinner. Fleetwood Matt. The best classics are all on Eagle
0: 107. Welcome back to Halftime Show. Pat O'Brien along with Steve Briggs and Cross Can'ts. Cross Can'ts. Seals Grove football player from years gone by, 2014 to 2016, but also was a student, obviously, here at Seals Grove. So, you know, just kind of a random question to throw out. Who was your favorite
4: teacher? throughout the whole school district in your time. Who was it? I was say, hands down, it had to be Mrs. O'Brien. Oh,
1: look at that! <laughs> that wasn't
4: fixed.
1: <laughs> Cross, that was not fixed. Uh, you, but I,
4: I, I did people. have her in fifth grade, though, and she was a
0: really good teacher. Oh, that's awesome. She said you were a guy. She enjoyed teaching. You really put a lot of time and effort into it and really were able to excel and do some good things. So, And it got you to be able to continue to compete in sports and end up playing football yeah. and having a great career. Absolutely. You guys, you guys were, like, 30 and 13 I saw in your time, 14, 15, and 16. You had some great teams and some great players. Yeah. Ryan Booker, I told him, I called his 79-yard touchdown catch at Jersey Shore for a touchdown. You had Barner, who was your, your buddy, and it's right next to you. Yeah. But, you know, But I know you guys got together. What was the go-to
4: place that you would go to get a bite to eat You know, just when you want to go hang out yeah. with the boys? It's a great question, and despite being really into nutrition, I went. We went to Wendy's all the time. In the four for four, that was the big hit. And then the double patties, we couldn't go wrong with them back then. <laughs> and you just chowed down on the good meal that way. I bet you don't, because right now you're doing
0: something. It's all about nutrition. Talk about that. As yeah. Well. So
4: right now I'm working down at Titan Tactical Strength and Conditioning. It's on the um, Old Trail, right below Aldi. And we're I'm working with um, everyday people there, and also training athletes as well, and doing nutrition coaching. So all around, everything that I did from High school transition into the career I'm doing now. Always had a love of sports and training, so I'm loving everything I'm doing right now. That's great. And I I talked to you off
0: the air, and I said, would you be able to train a 53 year old to be able to dunk sometime? And I was pretty astonished and, and proud of it. You said it would only take three months. Give it three months i must with have to bust two to three days
4: a week consistently, oh, and we can get you dunking again. You would be killing me. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I got a bum shoulder. My back hurts a little bit, but now nah, it's
0: uh we're talking to you because you were the snapper uh, throughout the 2016 season for a, a guy who kind of came on the scene out of nowhere dawson Klinger. i talked to him early in the week yeah. he's out west at law school yeah we're hoping to get him on sometime but man he really talked it up and Everyone we talked to so far, it's about trusting the process of getting a good kick. And I'm sure you felt yeah. that way as a center.
4: And our senior group, we all, all had a really good bond with each other, all really good friends. So I think that also added to it when we were on the field. We supported each other, always made like held each other accountable for everything we did. So it was all around a nice, clean Working with each other man, that's amazing that's why
0: we're showing our love and for the significance over the years of the kicking team uh, you know and you're going back all I started 2009 with one of the best that ever kicked here to Seals from that Spencer O'Tally yeah you make your way J- Joey Radle and all the way through Dawson Klinger and everybody in, in the middle I'm missing guys I'm apologize for that but it's been a tradition that's been very sharp, and you must take a lot of pride that you're a big part of that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, playing with Dawson, that was his first year kicking out of playing soccer all those years, and it was just awesome to see what he could do with just one year. And then he actually went on to kick at Rochester then, which was awesome.
0: Yeah, he told me that 46-yard field goal was the difference for him that got him recruited. Yeah. And he went off and had a three-year career. COVID cut it down by one year. Yeah. But uh, your final thoughts is uh, we're going to get ready for the second half, other than we just really appreciate Carl cans checking in with us.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing more other than just love well, playing no O-Line. <laughs> yeah, you can say your favorite teacher again if you want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> O'Brien. Boy, he's pushing
7: that.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> now, Cross, I know you come from a great family. Your dad, I took my car to him all the time, always did great things. He actually bought my Honda Civic. Did he give that to you or to your brother? Or it got
4: is. He circulates it around with the other cars he owns. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: Good stuff. I'm glad it's getting good use. I put 215 on it. He loved yeah, it. He it loved still
4: runs on. great. Yeah. He, yeah,
0: And it's because he worked on it for so many years. It, and absolutely. I would have kept it if it didn't rust out. But, uh, <laughs> again, tell your family who said hello. Thanks for coming up. Yeah. Good luck with everything you're doing. Um, I know uh, Steve, as a coach, just love these guys who go through, maybe not play as a freshman, but turn in to have great careers. And I know you're, you'd you be very proud of what, what Cross is able to yeah, do.
1: Absolutely. That's, uh, great having you here. Yeah. It brings back some of the... The memories—actually, not that long ago. No, really, I mean, he's
4: still a youngster. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool. But just because Caleb Hicks and then um, Gavin Bastion, when I was playing, they were water boys, and now they're out there in seniors. So oh, that's awesome. it flies by. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much.
0: Crosshairs checking in. It's part of our good job through Cross. the upright segment. And all the tradition here, kicker is for Seals Grove Seals. So appreciate him checking in and was able to talk to his buddy Dawson Klinger and Ryan Booker. Thank you, Ryan Booker, for getting me your name and number and said, hey, you got to get him on, be a great interview, and certainly was. Cross Kants from 2014, 15, and 16, checking with us here tonight as a part of our Through the Upright segment. After this kickoff, and we'll get another time, I know we got another break to run. We're going to run another break, but I did not want to let Cross Cants get away from us without getting an opportunity to chit-chat with them. And, Steve, we've been lucky. We've had interviews here at halftime with different people, and, boy, oh, boy, they've been good. And another great perspective from a great SEAL.
1: And, and you know what, his his company's working over in the athletic department at Susquehanna in our strength training. That's awesome. Um, it it says so a lot maybe, about who maybe they're, we'll what they're doing. Maybe we'll see you there and... Um, in the next couple months.
0: Let me check my text from my wife and see what she... Good answer, Cross, is what she said. (laughs) Cross is cracking up, laughing. (laughs) That was all on him, honey. He decided that was the answer to that question. A good answer it was. Studer on the return here to start the second half. He takes it beyond the 25-yard line. Out to about the 27-yard line. Take a look at stats from the first half. Dominated by the Seals. 12 first downs. 282 yards rushing just 28 through the air for 310 yards in that first half four penalties by the seals no turnovers for mifflinburg just four first downs minus 16 yards 88 yards passing so come up with just 72 yards in that first half they had five interceptions and two fumbles by the mifflinburg wildcats the seals defense coming up big in the turnover ratio here in that first half Amato under center, give it to the deep man. That's Brett Rice getting the call, going off to the left. Hey. After we go through these stats, we'll get some more guys who have checked into the game in honor of my dad who say, get those guys' names out there, and we'll certainly do that. Reebson struggling that first half. Nine completions on 22 attempts for 82 yards in those five interceptions. Griffith had two catches for 43 yards. In the rushing department, Gradatsky one carry for six yards. But the team struggled in that department. We'll take a look at individual numbers for the Seals Grove Seals after this play on a second down and nine. Ball at their own, 29-yard line for the Seals. Brett Rice gets the call, met in the backfield once again, and he'll be taken down there. Individual number, Pastori, three for nine for 28 yards. Sassman with a catch, Bastion with two catches. Rushing department, Tucker Teets. Nine carries, 177 yards and three touchdowns. Miller, four carries, 47 yards. Bullington, three carries, 31 yards and a touchdown. Rice, two carries, 24 yards. And Pastore, two carries, for three yards in the rushing department for the Seals Grove Seals. They lead here, moving into the second half, 63-0 over a running clock here over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Quick throw this time, gets out, catches made. On the flat that time by Mason Vazquez the sophomore 5'11", 171 pounds. He'll make the catch, but it will force a punting situation here for the Seals.
1: And and should have said this from the beginning. It is the mercy rule, obviously, which basically means the clock runs unless there's a penalty, there's a change in possession, meaning offense becomes defense, whatever it might be. Uh, obviously an injury, that type of thing. Other than that... There's no stoppage of clocks on an incomplete pass or anything like that. So this is going to move pretty quickly.
0: A well, funny situation here for the Seelands Grove Seals. High snap. is going to get it. He's going to be slammed to the turf. That's not going to make the coaches happy there. No matter the circumstances, you like to try to pitch a shutout. And right now, is going to have great field position. As you see guys checking into the game for the Seals Grove Seals. And we're gonna run them down for you as the best we can. I see Tyler Rule twenty-one into the ball game.
1: Owen Hoffman's out there. Um,
7: Julian Torres.
1: Torres. Jack Boy, Carpenter. Big Jack is on the on the left side there. Twenty-one. I'm I'm reading twenty-one again. We're doing all this off the cuff here. Tyler Rule has one corner
0: martinez playing the linebacker on the right side here snap goes reeves and he drops back he's going to take off and look to run with it being pursued there gets rid of it into the end zone touchdown the height of the mithlenburg wildcats come away with the touchdown there so they get on the board following the missed snap by the seals grove seals and leads to a quick score for the mithlenburg wildcats
1: (laughs) From here, I could throw it up to a guy that's six seven to catch the ball. So, I'm not. That was a joke. I I don't.
0: <laughs> you might have to go. You might I, have to go to I tactical. I couldn't throw it that way. The Titan Tacticals that, tactical. that way. You, you might have to go there for three months, from Steve, my, to be able to throw from here. <laughs> well, I know I would. My arm would be landing the people in front of me if I tried. Extra point try up and wow. it is good. You talked about their kicker during Kicker's warmups. Kicker's legit. Definitely a nice job getting that one up and through with the weight her, stat guy just tell me because i did not see who caught that i know it was two very it, tall gentlemen looking to catch that ball in the back it, of the end it,
1: zone. um it, it's uh troop caught that tight end tight end oh. slash split end who's who as we said six seven 220 pounds
0: he comes with 856 Senior. to go here in a third as mifflinburg gets on the board And confirming that is our stat man Zach Showers with the touchdown reception from 8 yards out following that one play drive by the Mifflinburg Wildcats. 8-yard reception and by the way the only second touchdown reception given up by the Seals defense all season long and this one... Reebson finds Troop, extra point good, and it cuts the lead to 63-7 with 8.56 to go here in the third. That's the Seals Grove drive summary.
1: And it should be noted, you know, Mifflinburg doesn't have a lot of bodies over there. I, the coaches were saying that they practiced with 23 players yesterday.
0: Brett Rice makes the catch at the 15, trying to get to the right side, gets to the 30, gets away from a tackle, runs over a guy, is going to take it out to the... yard line goes Brett Rice on the return for the Seals Grove Seals. So this will give Seals great field position as Amato will make his way out. Rocco Amato, just a freshman quarterback for the Seals to call this next play.
1: That was a nice return. And I'll tell you what, as we said, Rice has some... Has some speed in him, and he's he's a tough, nut, gritty runner, a gritty player like his brother.
0: Gets it honestly. Amato under center gives it to deep man, gives it to Rice. Looking to get a block from Logan Dresser. It does Aldo on the left side still going up the left sideline? Is going to step out of bounds after picking up the first down. Looks like Lamarckham at midfield.
1: Uh, it is a first down, and as you said, I he was a. Leading ball carrier or rusher last week got some work out at Shemokin So the good thing about these type of games is the younger guys getting to play And these are all names that you're gonna hear in the future here at Seals Grove for the Seals Grove Seals
0: Griffin Valls is the center Snapping it to Rocco Amato First down and 10 from midfield for the Seals. I formation behind Amato give it to the fullback. That's Dressler He's going to power his way for three yards. It'll be a second down and seven. So you want to check in with the Seals athletic rundown? We need a chance to run it through. But well, let's check in with Murphy O'Brien supplying us with the Seals athletic rundown.
11: This week, the field hockey team fell on a tough battle to Lake Lehman. Their record is currently seven and four. The boys soccer team had a two nothing win over Susquehannock and a three one win over Chickawemi. Their record is eight and four. The tennis team had a tough loss to Central Mountain and a loss to Williamsport. Their record is 3-12. The girls' soccer team had an impressive 13-1 win over Jersey Shore and a 5-2 win over Danville. Their record currently sits at 8-2-1. The golf team has a 6-4 record. And this week, the cross-country team both beat Midwest and Bloomsburg. This is Murphy O'Brien. Join me each week for the SEALS Athletic Rundown on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. We sent it back to the booth
0: with my dad and Steve Briggs. Thank you, Murphy, for that Seals athletic rundown. Pass from Amato to Studer Falls incomplete during our rundown there, but decided a few years back we wanted to make sure we acknowledge all the athletics are happening because it's been so good in the fall, and, boy, it's true this fall as well. And Murphy's been keeping his update as Brett Rice gets the call off the right side. Makes a man miss at the thirty-five. Still going to make a two guys miss at the twenty-five before he's finally taken down at the
1: twenty-three-yard line goes sophomore Brett Rice. Off tackle play, blocked very, very well. Rice, there's there's the same technique, different person, obviously, but he great vision on that run. Inside, outside, reading the blocks. Nice job by Brett Rice and the offensive line.
0: Seals Grove using clock as it will continue to run, as Steve said. Mercy rule to score 63-7. to 7. Seals Grove leading with already 540 to go here in the third period. Amato drops back, throws it. It's deflected, falls incomplete, intending for Studer, but not able to make the connection. Some more names in case we haven't mentioned. Connor Carlson playing that tackle position. For the Seals Grove Seals. Number sixty-two into the ball game for the SEALs, and that's Caden Oliveri Bettle the tight end, Studer the receiver, Wyatt Teats. All these guys get another great opportunity under the Friday Night Lights. Amato under center after that deflected pass. It's a second down at ten. Going to give it to Brett Rice off the right. Caught from behind. Good play that time uh, by the 20. defender. Number 20, that's Walter Jr., six two, one seventy five, 175, makes the stop
1: for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. I was saying it earlier, and, and I, I cut myself off, but the coaches at Mifflinburg, injury bug big time there, and as I said, they were, they were just practicing with 23 players this week. That's kind of tough to substitute because... Think about it, 11-11 on offense and defense. So a lot of their starters will play a bunch today.
0: And they're doing it here with fullback Logan Dresser getting a block for Brett Rice. Brett Rice into the secondary, blown up as he gets inside the 20 to the 20-19 yard line. Give him credit there. Susan on the stop for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. it will bring up a fourth down, but Seals Grove will go for it here as Motto gets the call from the sideline. What's impressed with Seals Grove is Last week, Chickalemi was looking to take it in for another score But the defense came up big And again, it was a lot of the one and a halfs we talk about yep. Jake Bettle was in there A lot of the Studer, Teets And they were able to stop Chickalemi Taking it very seriously And kept Chickalemi off the board As they were trying to get their 21st point of th- And that's going to be Studer is. on the catch Oh, Studer Looked like he was about to slip to a knee, but he caught it, but it's tackled well short of a first down. It'll turn over on downs back to the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
1: Some uh, good execution. You get some yards after catch on that, just about three yards short from the first down. Defense will be back out in the field.
0: Jogging out after turnover on downs after the completed pass from Amato out to Studer. So Seals Grove, as you said, will go back on defense, leading 63-7 with 3.23 to go here in the third quarter. Seals Grove used 310 total yards, 282 on the ground in that first half to race it out to the 63-0 lead. This time handoff goes off to the right, this time for Mifflinburg to get it to the 20-yard line. Pick up a two and stop there by Host of Blue Shirts, second down and eight.
1: Andrew Martinez came out of his backside safety to come up with great support and make the play for a three-yard game.
0: Well done, Martinez, as he's in at safety along with Brett Rice. Big plays in that first half. Tucker Teeth, 68-yard punt return. Cam Smith with a 19-yard interception return. Luke Smith, a 43-yard interception return. And Bastion with a 47-yard scoop six for the Seals defense. Reefs in turn. man gets the call. That was Martinez again, was it not? Coming up from his Same safety thing. again.
1: Very impressed with young Martinez. He's making that play in the line of scrimmage, Pat. That's, that's a terrific job by a free safety. This is what
0: programs are built around. That's right. Southern's done it for, what, 150 years where you get on the league get a lot of guys getting this opportunity under bright lights guys who are gonna stay in the program Know their opportunities come in boy guys are making the most of it here in this blowout lead by the Seals Grove Seals leading 63 to 7 Reeveson gets the call fakes it to the band going in motion trying to throw to the middle making the catch That time this is, is first down Number six making the catch, and that's Regal, Tyler Regal, good basketball player for the huh. Bifflinburg Wildcats making the catch.
1: And Martinez made the play again. That's three in a row.
0: See Cameron Newcomer playing the middle linebacker position, number 51. Also, it's Connor Kordorski. that's playing the left linebacker position here for the Seals defense. Reeves gets the call. Run's gonna go off to the right. And he's met and hit at the 20, or excuse me, 38-yard line. Quick hit that time. Looked like maybe that was the other safety making it, the play. It
1: was. It absolutely was. Rice. Brett Rice. Let's
0: see Skyler Stone Road. He is a sophomore 5'9-224. Good-looking player. Getting an opportunity here on that defensive line for the Seals Grove Seals. Leading 63 to 7. Second down play here, about a second and four. 40 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Reefson gets the call. Gonna hand it to the loan back in the backfield. Going through a hole. Met taken down by Jet, Jet- Valentine. Is it Valentine? I should have gotten that name. I, sometimes you dive deep into the into the uh, roster. And yeah, I missed that one, but it's V A L L A T I, Valatai. Valatai? That's what it looks like. We'll give it a shot. But he made a big play there at the end of the third quarter. So we're going to take a break. Come back. Flip sides of the field. As Seals Grove remains on defense, but they're well on the way to another victory here in 2023, leading 63-7 over the Mithenberg Wildcats. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Forward on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel.
17: It's game time and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings and Seals Grove, your go to place for sports, fun and great food.
5: Hi, it's Troy from Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. And during the Jeep Adventure and Ram Power Days, we have 15% off new Jeep Cherokees. In addition to that, we have 10% off MSRP on 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xE's, 2023 Jeep Gladiators, and select 2023 Jeep Compass and Ram 1500s. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570 98 jeep visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today.
8: Eagle 107 is WEGH Northumberland Sealance Grove, your home for Sealance Grove Seals football.
0: <laughs> Elliot Barbin makes the stop on that run by Miffleberg to start the fourth quarter and then gives us the rip the shirt off Superman. Then he pats himself and points to the sky. <laughs> He's a very dramatic young man after making a big play. He's taking this stuff serious, that's for sure, as we do as well. And he makes a big play after a one-yard pickup by the Mifflinburg Wildcats, but he is a senior, 6'4", 255 pounds, making the most of it. Second down and long for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Come up support, there it is, safety. Safety made the stop, getting a lot of opportunities here, and on the carry that time for the Mifflinburg Wildcats Mm. is... Susan the junior not much off the left, maybe two yards. It'll be a third down and seven for the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
1: Martinez went down after he made that play.
0: He is back to his feet. Good sign there for the Sealens Grove Seals. Let's take a look at the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Danville leading Lewisburg 35-0. Milton up on Hughesville 21-6. Mount Carmel shutting out Midwest. 48 to nothing. Warrior run beating Bloom 28 to 6. Jersey Shore all over the academy 41 to 6. Williamsport up 20 on Central Mountain 33 to 13. Newport up on Lime Mountain 20 nothing and Southern Columbia leading Montoursville 21 nothing. After that play there Martinez came off third down and seven. Rolling to the right is Reeves under heavy pressure, and it's going nice to be hit play. and taken down. Coming, racing through for the Seals, Grove Seals. That time was Tyler Rule, the senior, 5'11", 176 pounds. Big
1: play right there. Able to come through. A fourth down.
0: Sometimes that's not as easy as he made it look. Sometimes Open one shield. little juke, yeah, and you're caught. Not making the play. Our Blaze Alexander Ford built for a tough game of the week, Central Mountain and Williamsport. And tonight it's all Williamsport leading Central Mountain at Seals Grove's matchup next week as we take it on the road to take on the Wildcats. Wildcats back to back here for the Seals as they'll take on the Central Mountain Wildcats here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel. and gets rid of it, man, makes a catch. Could be short of a first down there. It'll be a turnover Olin downs making the catch was Komet. But Seals Grove will go back on offense. Make their way out there after stopping the Mifflinburg Wildcats on that fourth down play. Amato will get a call from Mike. He'll make his way out to the huddle and get the final call there. Also, I saw checking in the game was Abrahams. He's a freshman, 5'8", 130, was in on that defensive play for the Seals Grove Seals, stopping Mifflinburg from picking up the first down, turn it over on downs. And Rocco Amato come out first down to 10, eye formation behind him. Torres will dot the eye. He's gonna get the call, going left. And he's not gonna get much there, taken down quickly that time.
1: 16 and 20, 20's been, been, uh, been very active for Mifflinburg.
0: That's Walter, Walter, as you're mentioning. In 16, is Reader making the stop for the Mifflinburg Wildcats? A yard pickup, second down and nine. Ball sits at Seals Grove 49-yard line. Stick around after this one. We'll give you the damn Hell Center backbreaker play of the game. Get stats from our stat man Zach Showers. And get our final thoughts on this one as Seals Grove will stay undefeated on the season. Move to 5-0-1 with a dominating first half over the Wildcats. Amato gives it to the fullback this time. Boy, slam to the turf that time as Amato turned and gave it to Guess Maria. Nothing there, but was slammed to the turf quickly by the Mifflinburg Wildcat defense.
1: Jack Whitaker, he's been playing all night. He's a sophomore. F- for mifflinburg big another big kid
0: don't there isn't there a whitaker from days gone by it was
1: there are good. a lot of mifflinburg names out here <laughs> tradition i am mean, you mentioned a couple basketball players which we know has always been a good program
0: third down and ten for rocco amato drops back look at a pass going to throw a flare pass out there for studer in and out of his hands falls incomplete well defended that time so a punting situation here you
1: would think well, they might be. Nope, like you the
0: pun. And like you said, this is practice opportunity. You get guys out there, yep. So a lot of guys coming out here, doing the punting will be Kudr- Kudrowski.
1: And this is always a mission because these young guys aren't necessarily practicing a lot of the, the special teams.
0: Deep man drops back, standing at the 15-yard line. Got some movement up front, exactly what That's, you just said.
1: That should be offsides, it is. Offsides by Mifflinburg trying to time up the snap.
0: Walked this one off. A five yard and reset things here again, looking to punt this one away. 722 to go in the ball game. Sealsgrove leading 63 to 7. Good be back after a week off last week. As Sealsgrove dominated Chickalimi 54 to 14. And Sealsgrove doing it again here tonight, mostly in the first half, with a dominating defense, offense, and special teams performance. Body slam that time. Torres said, I'm taking yeah. you to the ground. <laughs> it was a matchup between him and Walter, and I would say someone just got pinned.
1: It's a body slam, exactly. Oh, these
0: guys, think. I mean, I tell you. Probably no JV game once again, That's as a true. lot of these are. The JV players getting an opportunity. I call them one-and-a-halves. I don't know. There's no backups. There's no second, third, fourth string. You get in there. you got to play like you're a one. We'll put a little half behind you because there are guys that are starters. But I tell you, these guys make the most of their opportunities. That's what programs are built around, as I said. First down and ten, Mifflinburg. Handoff goes to the lone back in the backfield, being hit, taken down. Hey, oh, on the, boy. 23 on the hit there Kodorsky makes the stop, but it was
1: 51 uh, Three different numbers for Seals.
0: Yeah, newcomer the junior five eight hundred seventy five pounds making the stop there on the Run opportunity for the Mifflinburg Wildcats does pick up about three a second down in seven, but Hit them hard defensively by the Seals Clock running 613 to go in the game Shotgun formation for Man Mangos in motion to the right, but goes to the lone back in the backfield once again. Going to be hit. The newcomer. Newcomers. Newcomers making plays. He's going to be an old comer keep playing like that. (laughs) Making plays. Pick up of just a couple. It will be a third
1: down and four for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Cam Newcomer is a 5'11", 175-pound junior.
0: So it's a third down and four. Handoff goes to the backfield. Slam to the turf once again. And that was 57. So we're going to get 57 into the stat column. Neil Bartlett. Bartlett on the stop. Junior 5'10", 151 pounds to tonight, Mifflinburg will take on the Schickalemi Braves, then they play Milton at Warrior Run at Lewisburg. As we mentioned, Seals Grove will be at Central Mountain. Then they have home back-to-back games, Hollidaysburg and Montoursville, before finishing on the road at Midwest. Playoff picture, Georgia Shore 4-0-1, Seals Grove, 4-0-1, Milton 4-1, Smoking 2-3. Chickalini one and four. Columbia Montour Votek at one and four. Whoa. Another big hit once again. That's Both safeties. Brett, Brett Rice. Did we call that coming downhill?
1: That's exactly what it is. They're, <laughs> they're, looks like we got a cramp with uh, Martinez. Wow. And the, yes, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's filling lanes from their half-field safety positions. They're just reading the blocks in front of them and then... And then they support into a lane both of them did a nice job and i i would think uh those guys that play that safety position do pretty well because i know uh a guy by the name of ryan kaiser who did it out at f- for the penn state knit and the lions uh are teaching them so they're doing a nice job with that
0: well seals row six and two they'll move to seven and two in the last nine games against the Mifflinburg Wildcats. They had outscored them 207 to 103. Boy, add in another 63 to that for the Sealens Grove Seals as they just dominate in the first half and have carried it over and playing effectively defensively here in the second half. Rocco Amato gives it to the fullback. Not much there. Gone to the fullback that time. Kudrarski, not much, maybe a yard, it'll be a second down and nine. So, Seals group had not been shut out in the first five games of the season uh, for the first time since 2017. The Seals, they were not shut out one time in 2017. Sales Grove defense has just been so good, and they showed up again here tonight in a game that you felt they're heavily favored but needed all that concentration. Torres gets the call. He's wrapped up, trying to get away, and not going to be able to. It'll be a loss on the play. (laughs) Back in 2012, taking a little throwback, the Seals used a fourth-quarter field goal to beat Mifflinburg 3-0. Matt Bingaman was the snapper for that one. We had Carl Scantz, so we got an idea of the importance of the snapper. Matt Bingaman was the snapper for that one. Walter Jacobs was the holder. And Keelan Sullivan kicked a 27-yard field goal to win the game for Seals back in 2012, 3-0. Sullivan finished the year 4-for-4 four four on field goals. 27 was his longest back in 2012.
1: Well, it's important to that operation, which everybody's talking about, but is true.
0: Rocco Mato throws that one out to Studer. They're going to call that a catch, but his knee was down at the 35-yard line, so he'll be down there. Fourth down. It'll be a fourth down and nine. Maybe. Actually, calling caught it, it. Not nine, caught it, more like 12 for the Seals Grove Seals.
1: Four down territory. This is good. Let's see what we can do to protect for Rocco Amato.
0: Big fourth down here. Something else to put on film. Get good blocking up front. Let the young man get an opportunity. See if they can pick up a first down on this fourth down and 12. Got some movement. Tight end jumps on the left side. That's going to walk that one back. A lot of rich history against Mifflinburg. Go back to 2009. Seals' Kyle Reiner scored three first-quarter touchdowns, a two-point conversion to finish with 20 points all by himself in the first quarter as the Seals' running back. Seals won that game 44-6 to over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. That was back in 2009.
1: I don't think I was able to come to that one. I yeah, missed was, a lot of those regular season ones, just yeah, because it, of we were playing.
0: And absolutely, blitz that time right up the middle, and making the stop for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. That was John Parker Marr, the sophomore, and that's going to turn the ball over on downs. He gave it back to the Mifflinburg Wildcat offense with 158 to go here in the ball game.
1: Boy, this this mercy rule. I mean, we went through about two quarters faster than we went through one quarter in the first half. But it's the right thing.
0: Seals Grove got on the board early and got on board quickly and kept adding to it. No shutout here tonight by the Seals Grove Seals, which they suffered a year ago to the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Breesons takes the snap, looking to his left, gets rid of it, looking for a man. Studer goes up and he's able to knock it down. Talked about that coming up, trying to avenge that nineteen nothing loss to the Mifflinburg Wildcats a year ago, and boy, they did that early and, and often here tonight.
1: I, I honestly think a lot of that is for the press when you when you talk about and, it, and it's it was you're spot on with the what your call on it, but these guys. That that was probably over with the first day of practice this week. Uh, it's a whole different team, a whole different group of guys. Situation was different.
0: And off this time by Mifflinburg, as a runner that time was Embick going off the left side, and just when it was getting a couple yards, got blown up. And well, I talked about that 2012 win, three nothing, Seals shut out in three right. quarters and that and one at the end. In my 15 years of covering, Seals Grove three times have been shut out in three quarters, where they eventually would end up winning. They won against Mifflinburg 2012, In 2014 they beat Jersey Shore in a district championship game when they won six to two. And in 2000, that? yeah, in 2015 they beat Mount Carmel 14-7 after being shut out in three quarters. Deep throw off the right side, man beyond the defense. Did he make the, the oh, catch? Sh- nope. They're going to say it did exactly and that. It. And that's going to be the final play as the Seals Grove Seals return home to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field and get a dominating performance over the Mifflinburg Wildcats to improve the 5-0-1 with the 63-7 win over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Don't go anywhere. We got the post-game show for you. We'll give you Smokey Damn Health Center backbreaker play of the game, give you square recap, stats from our stat man, and final analysis from our coach in the booth, Steve Briggs. All that. As we return for the post-game show. Seals Grove wins this one 63-7 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. This is Seals Grove football, presented by Seal's Grove Ford on Eagle107, Eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Lab YouTube channel.
9: Nobody ever says, I really like my house hot and stuffy in the summer and cold and clammy in the winter. So if you're having these same problems, you can do something about it. Call Jet Residential Services LLC in Seals Grove at 570 898 4556 and you'll be climate happy in no time. They take your needs seriously with all your heating and cooling needs. Their pros are top-notch installing your new system efficiently. If your current heating or cooling systems are on the fritz, Jet Residential Services can help there too with their expert repairs. So be comfy with Jet Residential Services LLC Seals Grove. Call 570 898 45 or
8: find them on Facebook. Would people describe you as trustworthy, committed, and organized? If so, you may be perfect for a career in accounting. And the perfect place to start your career is Lackawanna College in Sunbury. With associate and bachelor's degree programs, Lackawanna College can prepare you for a lifetime of success in a field where your skills are always in demand. Learn more about your future in accounting. Visit Lackawanna.edu.
15: This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg high school football season is
9: here cheer for the seals with us at the Seagulls Grove Dairy Queen there's no better place to celebrate we have your favorite eats and treats from burgers to blizzards and don't forget our ice cream cakes Seagulls Grove DQ Grill and Show for the win go Seals
3: Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service Hummels Wharf, your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services, all of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line and without an appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue, Hummels Wharf. State and service fees apply.
12: it's time for the seals post game show
0: once again here are pat o'brien and steve briggs welcome to the eagle 107 post game show pat o'brien steve briggs rick urban our producer and jack showers as the seals grow, seals wrap up a dominating performance over the mifflinburg wildcats win this one going away and this is how it shook out as Teets would get on the board first, a one-yard touchdown run, his 13th rushing touchdown of the season. It came with 10.36 to go in the opening quarter. Three-play drive covering 50 yards. Took just 35 seconds. The extra point good by Young. Seals Grove led 7-0. That was just the beginning. As Teets got on the board on a 65-yard touchdown run with 9.14 to go in the opening quarter. That just took 22 seconds, extra point good, and it's 14-0 lead. Then the fullback got in the scoring column. Jared Bullington got his second rushing touchdown of the season. That came from nine yards out. That was an eight-play drive covering 49 yards. Took a minute and 59 seconds with the extra point good. It was 21-0 lead for the Seals. And then Teets would get his second punt return of the season. This one covered from 68 yards, back-to-back weeks with the punt return by your senior return man, Tucker Teets. Extra point good. And it was 28-0 as the Seals grow. were just dominating in that opening quarter. And Cam Smith, your lineman, defensive lineman. Pick six as he's able to get the ball off of the defender's shoulder, turn it into a touchdown. Look like John Trago in the state semifinal game for the Seals back in 2009 as he crosses the goal line. Extra point, good. And boy, it was a celebration happening here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as Seals Grove led 35-0 at the end of the first quarter. Teets wasn't done. This one's a 29-yard touchdown run, his third of the night, 15th of the season. That came with 908 to go in the first half. Extra point good. After that six-play drive, covering 76 yards. 42-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. And then Bastion would be the uh, beneficiary of a fumble. He scooped it up, reversed his field, went right to left, ran away from would-be tacklers and took it 47 yards for the scoop six. The extra point good. Seals Grove led 49-0. They would increase their lead to 56-0 as the one-and-a-halves had checked in. And the main guy, Rice, Brett Rice, who led the team in rushing a week ago against Chickalemi, has another nice night, adding another touchdown to his resume as he gets his third of the season. This came from 12 yards out, extra point good, and it was a – Fifty-six, nothing lead at that point, and then Luke Smith, the linebacker for the Seals defense, he intercepts a pass from Reebson, takes it forty-three yards, creason lead to sixty-three, nothing, and Steve, we are just at halftime at that yeah. point, sixty-three, nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals, and they doing it in every fashion you can imagine.
1: It, we use the term clinic. They completely outmaned this football team, and. and the best part about it so many guys played second best part maybe it should be first is they're healthy i didn't see one guy i think a couple uh the trainers talking to um 26 uh i'm sorry so mitchell. many names and uh, mitchell early yeah. but he went back in the game and it looked like he had a shoulder brace so it's probably a prior injury i don't know that for a fact but that's so important at this stage of the game Regroup, watch the film, put the film to to, to bed. It was a half game, and as I said, I'm going to harp on it, I'm going to harp on it. Just keep working, trying to improve in every aspect of the game, especially the pass game, because that seems to be what what the uh, missing link is at this point.
0: The final scoring of the night came from Mifflinburg after an errant snap went over the punter's head. Mifflinburg was able to get possession deep in Seals Grove territory. The eight-yard line, one play later, with 8.56 to go in the third. Mifflinburg got on the board and cut the lead to 63-7. But that would be all the scoring in the remaining of the game. As Seals Grove wins this one to improve to 5-0-1-1, one 63 to seven over the Mifflinburg Wildcats just been handed the stats don't go anywhere you want to hear the rundown of the dominance of the Seals Grove Seals here tonight and we'll do that after this break Seals Grove football on Eagle seven, and Eagle107.com
4: Sealings Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. I'm in the Quick Lane right now with Logan Banner and Logan we know the word here quick does mean quick. Yes, yeah, Scott
5: here at the Quick Lane at Sealings Grove Ford we can either get you in today or even the next day. You're not going to be waiting two three weeks to get that same day appointment in one place. Seals Grove Ford at the Bridge in Seals Grove. It's the Quick Lane. Go go, go to
3: Seals Grove
17: Ford. It's game time and buffalo wild wings has everything you need take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone watch your favorite game at dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure buffalo wild wings and ceilings grove your go-to place for sports fun and great food
7: Maybe you're recently retired or looking to make good money that fits your schedule. Consider being a driver for Weichel Bussing. Not only are you the first hello to start a child and parent's day, but you're the one making sure your community is safe and growing forward. Family-oriented and woman-owned, Weichel is hiring local school bus and charter service for Sealands Grove, Midwest, and Lewisburg school districts for regular routes, substitute bus run, and or field trips. Interested? Call PJ at Weichel Bussing, 570-374-5280, extension 1.
12: It's to your advantage to shop for your next vehicle at Regester's in Thompsontown. Town. The advantage is not just about selection, even though they typically have nearly 300 new and pre-owned vehicles all the time. And it's not just about price, even though Regester typically has the lowest bottom line you'll find. No, the big advantage for you is their service. Regester takes the most pride in the service they provide their customers. Free loaner cars, a pickup and delivery service when your car needs work, a free car wash when your vehicle is being serviced. Sure, it's nice they're open 24-7 online at RegesterChevrolet.com but why just look at pictures? Come to Rochester Chevrolet on Main Street in Thompsontown. Why is
16: Bowen Agency Realtors at the top of their game? We have an in-house training coordinator, broker support, and fully staffed offices where our award-winning team gets the best training and access to education that provides the highest level of service. Christine Horton and Heidi Dunnigan bring their all-hustle, no-hassle service to the Susquehanna Valley along with the rest of the Bowen team. Huddle up with them and get ready to score your next real estate victory. Bowen Agency Realtors in Lewisburg, Sunbury, and Sealands Grove. Coming or going. Trust the talent at Bowen. I'm a busy mom with three kids.
13: That means football practice, play dates, and even more football practice. I don't always have time to search for the best deals. But with Wise Market's low, low price program on over 10,000 products, I know I don't have to wait for the next big sale to stock up. Wise is my game-winning pass to get dinner on the table fast. Touchdown! I mean, dinner's ready, kids. Now that's saving time and money. That's wise.
5: Hi, it's Troy from Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. And during the Jeep Adventure and Ram Power Days, we have 15% off new Jeep Cherokees. In addition to that, we have 10% off MSRP on 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe, 2023 Jeep Gladiators, and select 2023 Jeep Compass and Ram 1500s. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570-988-Jeep, visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com, or better yet, stop in today.
8: We are Eagle 107.
0: Welcome back to Eagle 107 postgame show. Seals Grove wins this one 63-7 over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Take a look at the final numbers handed to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Just 14 first downs for Seals in a 63-7 game. Shows you the explosiveness of the Seals Grove Seals here tonight. 297 yards rushing as Tucker Teets has now gone to 880 yards on the season in the rushing department as he finished with 177 yards on just nine carries for Tucker Teets and continues to push that average up. You said every time he touches a first down and now he's getting to a point where he's a first down and, and maybe more some with numbers like that. 33 yards passing, so 330 total yards for the Seals. Five penalties for 50 yards. Did not have a turnover in this game. That's even going when you have the one and a half. So it says a lot about the program. For or for Mifflinburg, just six first downs, five rushing yards. We knew they would struggle in the rushing department. 123 yards passing, so 128 yards total offense. By the Mifflinburg Wildcats. Seven penalties, seven turnovers by the Mifflinburg Wildcats tonight. Big plays, as we mentioned. Teets had a punt return from 68 yards. Cam Smith with a pick six. Luke Smith pick six. And Bastion, 47 yard fumble recovery. I'm sending the equipment with you. I'll give it to you. We'll be done right now. 47 yard fumble return by Bastion. Individual numbers. Reepson 13 for 27, 123 yards and a touchdown, five interceptions. Griffin, two catches for 43 yards. Komet, three catches for 22 yards. But the Seals, Grove Seals dominating the rushing department. Steve, 297 yards led by their senior. Tucker Teeth's nine carries, as we mentioned, 177 yards, three touchdowns, all coming basically first quarter and maybe a minute or two in the second. Dominating performance by the seals
1: get the ball in your in, in your playmakers hands. He's it But the offensive line is controlling a lot how and, and really helping the, the run game There's no question
0: we talked about that offensive line, and I'm glad we did it tonight What a great night to spot like them when you talk about cam cam and Smith We were talking about on the offensive side, but he does it on the defensive side tonight He's the center Colin Melhorn guard long with T and Meneer the tackles TJ deal Jack Peters and the tight end Royce Hasselman and Jared Bullington have allowed Tucker Teeth and Rice, when he got in there, he was still playing behind that starting offensive line, to produce a big rushing night tonight. Take break, come back, let's wrap things up here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field, and we'll give you the Smokey Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Eagle seven. eagle107.com.
19: WNL Subaru has over 80 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from, all with recently reduced pricing. Plus, for a limited time, take $1,000 off your best certified pre-owned deal.
7: Experience the WNL difference off Route 11 in Northumberland or online at WNLSubaru.com.
19: Cannot be redeemed for cash value. $1,000 off certified pre-owned. Example 2023, Subaru Ascent VIN P3434403. List price $48,783. Minus $1,000 is $47,763. Off rents $10,223. See WNL Subaru for complete details.
18: Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union and enjoy annual percentage rates as low as 4.99%. And ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit service1.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Rates and terms subject to change without notice. Valid through September 30th, 2023. Federally insured by NCOA. Equal housing lender. There's nothing so frustrating as when you're all set to go out and then this happens.
20: Not to worry, Spig's Battery and Repair on the 522 Sealands Grove has you covered. Spig's Battery and Repair, formerly Willard's Battery Outlet, will test your current battery to make sure it's running at peak performance before that happens. And they'll be happy to install your new battery too. So don't get stuck with this. See Spigs Battery and Repair on the 522 Sealands Grove. They're family-owned and can't wait to meet you. Call 570-743-5383, email them at spigsbattery at gmail.com, and like them on Facebook.
9: The next time you're looking for a great place for a great meal with family and friends, stop in the place with roots that go back over 100 years, the America's Hose Company in Sunbury. Their social club, serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you'll be supporting this volunteer fire department who's always on call no matter what the emergency may be. They also provide ambulance service, too. Before you go, check their Facebook page for daily and weekly specials, the America's Hose Company, 100 Linden Street in Sunbury. Visit them for food and fun so they can be there for you in times of need.
11: Kevin, where are you? I'm over here. Just go three corn stalks and take a left, or or maybe a right. Which corn stalk? Kevin is lost again trying out Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm's corn maze. I swear this looks familiar. Gotta be out this way. It's family fun with huge outdoor games and pumpkin chunkin'.
20: Alyssa! I need some help. People come from other states for the corn maze, picking and tagging their trees early and buying those hard-to-find ornaments and nutcrackers with thousands to choose from. The corn maze is open. Don't miss the corn cannon, pumpkin chunkin', howl at the moon, dancing and trick-or-treat in the maze, the pumpkin patch, hay rides and so. So much more. Polestonyhill.com has all the
6: details. Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Home of the lowest price guaranteed or we'll pay you $1,000. We have over 150 new Toyotas on the lot or in the pipeline with rates as low as 3.99%. When you buy any new Toyota from us, you get free lifetime state inspection. We offer free pickup and delivery up to 60 miles with every service appointment. And we'll even wash your vehicle for free. We also offer free shuttle service and same day appointments for service customers. Save time and save money at Aubrey Alexander-Toyota in Sealens Grove.
8: The Phillies are playing in the postseason, and we're
0: bringing you every game on Eagle 107. With the win tonight, Sealens Grove has beaten Mifflinburg in nine matchups seven times and two losses, outscoring them after tonight's game, 270 to 110 welcome back to eagle 107 post game and no better way to wrap this one up than the Smokey Dam health center backbreaker play of the game and boy you got to run down a bunch of different candidates but steve and i talked i mean we got into this and we chit-chatted off the air there for a while and went back and forth and he sold me it's the 65 yard touchdown run by tucker teats with nine fourteen to go in the first quarter and as steve said after that long run you could see that put the boys to sleep, and Seals Grove would go on and dominate this one after that long run by Tucker Teets. That's the Smokey Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Smokin' Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. The Smokin' Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That wraps things up here. Next week, we'll be at Mill Hall in the Central Mountain Wildcats. Back-to-back Wildcats are the opponents for the Seals. Thanks for listening to Seals Football. Uh, For Steve Briggs, my broadcast partner, Zach, our stat guy, and Rick, our producer, this is Pat O'Brien saying thank you for listening to Seals Football on Eagle 107
10: and eagle107.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333
7: smoken help Health center her design with you in mind.
12: It's to your advantage to shop for your next vehicle at Regester's in Thompsontown. Town. The advantage is not just about selection, even though they typically have nearly 300 new and pre-owned vehicles all the time. And it's not just about price, even though Regester typically has the lowest bottom line you'll find. No, the big advantage for you is their service. Regester takes the most pride in the service they provide their customers. Free loaner cars, a pickup and delivery service when your car needs work, a free car wash when your vehicle is being serviced. Sure, it's nicer open 24-7 online at RegesterChevrolet.com but why just look
2: at pictures? Come to Reister Chevrolet on Main Street in Thompsontown. BW Contracting in Winfield has been beautifying the Susquehanna Valley for years. You need a kitchen or a bathroom remodeled? Maybe you have some plumbing issues, electrical work, even siding and roofing. BW Contracting in Winfield is ready to help you with your home improvement. They always aim to please because word of mouth is powerful. BW Contracting is only happy when you're happy. That's BW Contracting in Winfield. Be sure to visit them on Facebook. Keep it simple and keep your business
14: moving with an account from Nori Bank that fits your unique business needs. Earn interest on your business accounts with a bank that is interested in your business. Let Nori Bank's business accounts make banking easier for you. For more information, visit noribank.com slash business or call us at 888-877-6623. Since 1903, the Northumberland National Bank has been helping customers in the Susquehanna Valley manage money. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC. Are you built for business?
8: We are at Lackawanna College in Sunbury, and we can help you build a foundation for a successful career in business. Lackawanna College offers both associate and bachelor's degree programs, so you can go as far as you want to go. Take the first step. Explore our business programs at lackawanna.edu and see what we mean when we say we're built for business. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Visit Lackawanna.edu today.
15: Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Nobody ever says, I really like my house hot
9: and stuff in the summer and cold and clammy in the winter. So if you're having these same problems, you can do something about it. Call Jet Residential Services, LLC in Seals Grove at 570-898-4556 and you'll be climate happy in no time. They take your needs seriously with all your heating and cooling needs. Their pros are top-notch installing your new system efficiently. If your current heating or cooling systems are on the fritz, Jet Residential Services can help there too with their expert repairs. So be comfy with Jet Residential Services, LLC Seals Grove. Call 570-898-4556 or find them on Facebook.
8: Thanks for listening to Seals Grove Seals Football on Eagle 107. Coverage of next week's game begins at 6 p.m. Friday night. Seals Football is a production of Eagle 107.